What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 136 of the Tasty Cast, our weekly podcast where we talk about things, react to things, do much random shit. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And Chris is not joining us today, but when he comes back, we will get his opinions on Concrete Genie, Control, Destruction, All-Stars, The Path of Exile, because he was not here for those episodes as well. So look forward to that. And if it goes on too long, maybe we'll just do like a Catching Up with Chris episode and just kind of get that all out of the way because he hasn't been on the show in like three episodes. So I'd like to get his opinions on some things. Um, but yeah, quick reminders before we jump into this taste cast to download and play Final Fantasy VII Remake, Remnant from the Ashes, and Maquette all offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of this month for Plus Club. Let us know what we thought of those games. We'll let you know we thought of them. And uh, Farpoint's also offered we will not be covering that on uh, Plus Club because it is a VR game, and I feel like a lot of people are not going to be playing it. But if you do play it, we could possibly have a conversation about it. I'm open to that. So let me know what you're thinking about that in the comments below. Game of the Month is Among Us. We're not, Yeah, randomly picked. <laughs> I was like, that's one of the ones that somebody picked. But randomly picked. Uh, make sure to play that. I'm sure you've played it already. We're going to be playing it this month. If you don't know what it is, it is, uh, well, you've been living under a rock, but uh, <laughs> it is a game of deception where you run around and you try and find the imposter who is killing off members of your crew. Bring out your inner psychopath. Bring out your fucking sociopath, psychopath, all that shit, all your paths, bring them all out. And uh, yeah, we're going to play that. Hopefully we can get a game going on one of these weekends where mm-hmm. we can get people in the community to play together. That'd be really fun. And uh, we're going to talk about that on Game of the Month at the end of the month. We have a Discord. Link down below. You can talk to us same time all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us in audio form. And we have a Patreon if you'd like to support the channel further than liking this video, commenting, sharing, and subscribing if you're brand new. And uh, hashtag STLG on your comment if you want to be featured on TasteCast. Uh, okay, so we got a lot to cover. It's the first TasteCast of the month, which means we got to cover game releases. But before we do that, let's talk about what we've been playing. Um, I have a pretty short list, so I guess I'll just jump into mine first. Okay. Although I'm going to leave one to the end of my list because I think you played it as well. And we can kind of use that to transition okay. to your what we've been playing. So uh, I've been mostly playing Valheim still. Although, admittedly, and this might sound like blasphemy, I'm getting burnt out. The game's awesome. I'm loving it. I'm spending too much time building. I'm, like, looking for the third boss. So I guess there's, like, five bosses. Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. Uh, I read somewhere there's nine. I brought that up to a coworker, and he's like, nine. I'm like, somebody said that. And they're like, I think there's five. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. That's fine. I, I'll, I'll kill five people. Um, so, yeah, I'm hunting the third one now. Um, but I am like 70 hours in and I've just been building, building and building. It's really fun to build, really fun to explore in that game. I spent like three days at sea in that game, just kind of exploring, not getting my feet on land. So that was kind of cool. Fucking kind of riding out storms, which is really stressful because, uh, when you ride a big wave and drop your boat will take damage. I was like, I don't want to fucking capsize in the middle of the ocean because I will lose all my shit. Um, I already told you about it, but I'm going to tell people listening or watching. Uh, I had a interesting event that happened where when I was at sea for uh, three days in uh, Valheim, um, an event was trying to start, but I wasn't there for it. And so uh, I have a couple houses on different islands and uh, I came back to my second or third one. Uh, I have two houses that have warps that I'm able to teleport from one to the other. So I don't have to travel across the ocean to get to them. And I'm coming back to, we'll say the second one, second warped house or warp house, um, teleport house. Uh, And uh, I come back and a troll is just kind of walking out of the woods. And I'm like, trolls don't live around here. What the fuck's going on? And he comes in and he, uh, 
he just starts fucking swinging at my house. And typically when a troll hits my house or any houses, um, they do okay damage, but not like crazy damage. And uh, this one just walked up and went boom, and a huge chunk of my house just went flying. And instantly I'm like, oh shit, that's not good. So like I run in with my bow and I start shooting him. And uh, he hits me and one hits me and kills me, um, which has never happened in the game for me. Uh, when I was like lower level and had worse armor, uh, trolls would like one hit me, but uh, but now they don't. So anyway, this one did, and I fucking respawn at my first house, so I'm really far away. I don't have my boat and shit, so I have to like reconstruct a raft, a shitty little raft, and. Uh, make my way back to that house to try and defend it. As I'm like reconstructing a raft, all of a sudden it's like the ground is shaking. And I like look around and instantly I just kind of know what's happening without ever experiencing this before. I'm like, oh fuck, trolls are gonna attack. I run outside and there's just like multiple trolls walking out my first house. And I was like, oh my God. So I'm sitting here naked because I died. I just respawned at this house. Um, I grab some of my shittier equipment. I'm like, I have to defend my house. So two trolls show up. One starts walking my house, swinging at it. The second one starts chasing after me. So I kind of kite him around. I'm shooting him with fucking arrows. And after a while, as I see on the distance, parts of my house just flying into the air and fucking exploding. Um, so stressful. I, uh, I kill the first troll. I go to start fighting the second troll. And as I'm fighting him, a third troll just shows up out of the ether. He just kind of starts walking at me. And I'm like, holy fuck. Uh, I, I kind of mentioned this before, but this has not happened to me uh, prior. Um, so I'm fighting. I kill the second troll. The third troll just kind of like walks back into the ether. He's kind of done here. And uh, he's like, all right, he's, he's suffered enough. And uh, it's like the ground stops shaking. And I was like, holy fuck. So I'm looking at my house. There's Luckily, my first house, the core of it is where all my shit's at. And I'm in every game like this, build, 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 build out. And so the part they destroyed was more of like a walkway porch area mm -hmm. that they got to. Um, so I kind of lucked out there. Um, so anyway, I take all my my stuff. I build my raft. I take the long journey back to my second place. Um, something I skipped. I tried to go through the teleporter to go back to my place. And it's like, oh, it's been disrupted. You can't teleport. And instantly I'm like, holy fuck. He's destroyed that much of my house. Um, so anyway, the... the I'm just kind of sailing there, uh, thinking about how much destruction this motherfucker's done. And uh, as soon as I get on the ocean, a fucking storm starts up and like starts throwing me around on this little raft. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, if this kills me on the way back, I'm gonna lose it. So anyway, <laughs> I, uh, I make it back. And as I'm running over there, I can see on the distance, uh, just a chunk of my house is gone. I can see into the house, like part of it's just collapsed. And even further in the distance, I see the troll that destroyed it. And uh, he's stuck on a fence I had made. He's just, he was trying to walk out in the ocean around the fence, and he couldn't make it, so he's just standing there. So I started shooting him. I kill him or whatever. Of course, when I start fighting him, a bunch of fucking uh, graylings come running out of the woods, like seven of them. And I'm like, dude, why, why is this game so pissed at me? <laughs> uh, and so uh, I kill the troll. I kill the graylings. And uh, there's just a... a a mound of my materials. The game gives you 100% of your stuff back uh, whenever you destroy stuff. So all of my house is just kind of in a hole. And so I started recollecting it. I literally had to log out of the game and take like 30 minutes to like collect myself. I don't blame you. And uh, cause I was like, holy shit. Um, I came back, rebuilt both my houses and 
instantly. I hit up a couple people. I'm like, the ground is shaking. You haven't experienced it yet, but you will. Trolls are coming. You need to fortify your house fucking now. And a couple people are like, I'm going to do it right now. I'm like, do it. Fucking get your, like, protect your house. Don't make the mistake I made. Um, and I instantly started thinking about, like, how do I fortify my fucking house? How do I make sure this never happens again? So, first thing I thought, what, what have people throughout history always done? I built a fucking moat around every single one of my houses. Um, <laughs> my first house was on this hillside. Uh, anybody who watched the original stream, uh, you'll probably have remembered what my house looked like. It doesn't look like that anymore. But also, the hill that it was on, where my house is at on the hill, I've cut the hill off. So I'm just on a cliff side now. Um and it's worked so far. Things have tried to attack, and they just, like, stand off the cliff looking up at me in the water. Like, they're in the water looking up at me, and I'm, like, shooting down at them. I don't know how it does against trolls, but uh, it's been working so far. Then my second house, I've essentially made the chunk of land it was on an island in the ocean. Um, and then I just recently went to the swamps, made a house there. First thing I did was built a fucking trench around it so people couldn't get near it. Um <laughs> So that ground is shaking thing has changed my whole perspective on that fucking game. Um, yeah, I haven't really had to deal with, you know, obviously that, but you were kind of explaining it to me, you know, when you first told me the story and you were, you were getting ready to tell me how that whole system worked. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, no, I, <laughs> I got attacked once. It just wasn't by trolls. It was those, I think they're the Greylings, right? Yeah, that one is the uh, forest is moving. Yeah, I was just like on the beach collecting stuff and I saw that and then, out from the trees just started like coming at me i was like oh, okay i like i just started playing this game just started playing yeah this game. You, you and chris had <laughs> hopped on my server and yeah. you were making a house like to the west of me mm -hmm. and uh we all got that uh notice and i'm like looking at my map because i'm used to i play solo like 98 percent of the time yeah and um so i'm used to that affecting me and uh and so i'm like looking at the map waiting to see where it's going to be because it'll be like a red circle I'm like, the one's attacking me. And you're like, well, they're attacking me. And I'm like, are they? And you're like, yeah. I'm like, oh. And I just like run over there. And I was, I tried to help you out. Yeah. But I thought it was funny that like, yeah, as soon as you guys joined and you're like just getting your place set up, fucking uh, <laughs> dude, just show up like not here. Um, so yeah, yeah. That's the graylings. They'll attack when yeah. that happens. Uh, ground is shaking with trolls. And then now I've seen like you can smell the swamp or something like that. And uh, skeletons and droggers show up, which is kind of annoying because, like, half of them shoot arrows and half of them don't. But they're not. The only thing about the trolls, like, I couldn't stand. It's not killing them. That's no big deal. It's just, like, how quickly they could destroy my shit, which I know you can upgrade um, uh, building materials later. But, um, but they were just, like, decimating my shit. And trolls that are not part of that uh, wave type don't do that and, right. and for an example there was a troll on my server cody came in famously fucking a little he was a little loose um made a weird house look like it was on a fault line half of it was up here half of it was down here and then he never came back um and that house had been sitting there for like weeks and a troll just like had sniffed out his fucking cody house and was just hitting it every time i logged in i'd go over there i'd be running by and i'd look over and he's just doing work on Cody's house for like weeks and he had like breaking down a couple walls and shit. Um, whereas these trolls that spawn on this wave were just decimating my house in one hit. So that was really fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, outside of that event, that's just kind of reshaped the way I look at the game it has nothing to do with me being burnt down the game. I think just playing the game 
nonstop has yeah. done that. That's every game. Anyone who knows me, I hop games a lot. So for me to sit here and play this game for 70 hours, um, you know, Josh has beat uh, Yakuza like a dragon. He keeps asking, have you beat it? Have you beat it? I'm like, no, no. I was putting so much time into that game, and then I just put 70 hours into Valheim. I could have put that 70 hours into fucking I just had Yakuza. recently. They're like, you pick up Bravely Default 2? I was like, is it out? Yeah. Oh, and fuck. they're like, it's really good. I was like, yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. I didn't know that because uh, I really want to play that. Yeah. So anyway, I, I think I need to take a break from Valheim, but I'm also like kind of obsessed with trying to progress through the bosses. Um, I'm getting close to fighting the third one. And uh, I want to do that, but uh, I've just unlocked a bunch of new stuff uh, now that I'm in the swamp and planes. I found the planes that uh, I keep playing it. I think I need to play with people, maybe, because I spent a lot of time just listening to podcasts and building. Yeah, um, yeah, I can see that. And so, yeah, I, I feel like I'm starting to get burnt out. Um, yeah, I, like, and it's not the same game, obviously. But when I play Minecraft by myself, I find myself just doing like real tedious stuff versus mm-hmm. like when uh, people are on. I'm trying. I'm more so like finding things that end up being like co-op adventures instead. Yeah. And it makes the game feel different for sure. Yeah. Cause the part of the game that I'm not really experiencing is the more explorative, even though I am exploring, I'm just doing it safely. Um, and bosses like that. I fought the second boss. I beat him, whatever, but I feel like it probably would have been better with people. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see that for sure. Second boss is a huge difference from the first one though. Um, which was pretty cool. Uh, I actually halfway through, through the fight was like i can beat this guy but i gotta i gotta i gotta like be careful with this because he could kill me first guy i'd never he was never a threat um but yeah so i got my glasses um <laughs> my glasses uh so yeah i i you know looking forward to fighting the third guy um and yeah i need to play with people but uh, I also am looking to other games to play. That being said, my game that I was playing a lot before Valheim, Deep Rock Galactic, mm. I came right back to it. Um, I was like, I need to take a break from Valheim. What to play? Oh, Deep Rock Galactic. So I went back, started playing that a little bit. Um, I have promoted my uh, driller twice now, so I'm taking a break from him. Um, I've promoted my gunner once, so I'm taking a break from him, and I'm leveling my scout and uh, I'm very much enjoying playing the Scout. It's very different than the Driller, and I already know that. But uh, but just actually playing it, reminding myself of like, oh, this is like a completely different class. Because like the Gunner and the Driller are very different as well. But they're both kind of slow paced. They both can kill shit mm-hmm. really well. Like a lot of people don't think about it, but the Driller fucking murders. Um, that's why I think the Driller is like the most useful class in the game. Um, you know, only. You know, the one second to it is, I would say, the engineer. Um, but yeah, the Scout, not really a killing machine, but the mobility on that thing is fucking awesome. You're Spider Man. Yeah, I have like a really quick recharge rate on my um, grappling hook. So I'm zipping around constantly. Um, I have modifiers um, that uh, I think allow extra move speed after I kill things and after I hit the ground from dropping. Okay. So I'm getting a little boost of speed running around. Um, I have a mod on my gun that decreases overall damage but increases critical damage, um, lowers my fire rate, and lowers something else. And when I first read that, I was like, that sounds like shit. But then I went to my gun stats and I increased all the fire rate on it. Um, so now my gun's back to shooting pretty quickly. It would probably shoot faster obviously if it didn't have that mod on but it shoots like pretty fucking fast right now but when i'm hitting someone in a critical spot it kind of melts them 
So it just makes me have to aim at specific things. Otherwise, the overall damage kills like grunts pretty easily, but it, it's almost... It doesn't matter when you're shooting yeah. big dudes. Like I really am like ineffectual. So I'm kind of Spider-Manning around, shooting them in their crit spots. Um, but I, because I've I've played Deep Rock Galactic plenty. I think I have like 140 hours in it. Which I, you know, anyone who plays the game regularly probably has way more than that. But just to say, I'm not just casually playing the game. Um, so I know that you know how to play the the roles pretty well. And so you know, when people go down, I'm the first one there. I get people back up quickly. Um, if people, if I hear a platform get shot, I'm looking for it. And if it's up high, I zip up there and get the shit and get down. Anyone playing the scout, your job is to collect, uh, not as easily obtainable fucking resources fast. A lot of people don't do that. I don't get it. Like there's stuff up in the ceiling and people, and the scout's just looking up at it. I'm like, get up there. <laughs> like, that's what you do. Um, but I also like to play medic as well with a scout because I can get, if someone falls down a fucking hole, there's like a whole operation to get down there, but I can just go and just get them and, then go, yeah. and get the fuck out of there. Then the gunner should be shooting the zip line down there to get him out. Anyway, um, yeah, really enjoying playing scout. I'm not even remotely, I don't think I've ever been bored playing Deep Rock Galactic. I don't think I've ever been burnt out. So coming back to it, it's a blast. I don't know. That's I fucking I fucking love that game. We've talked about it before recently. So go back and check out that episode if you want to see my grade for that. Um, but yeah, otherwise it's a great game. Third year anniversary is happening right now too. So there's a lot of confetti and banners hanging around, and there's a new tip jar machine next to the bar, and you give it money. It's like five dollars. And it's a little robot goes Ooh, and does like a bunch of different animations and they talk to it while they tip it. And I'm the whole time I'm just tipping it. I'm like, and I'm seeing all the different animations, which is cool. But I'm like, why? <laughs> why am I doing this? And why am I so compelled to do this? And um, is there an achievement? Because I was like, give me the fucking achievement. What, I'm not an achievement hunter. But in that game, I'm like, give it to me. Um, and I think like three beers are free right now, which is kind of fun. Uh played the division two a little bit josh has been like Weird. i don't know josh has been like uh last year they had their highest amount of players ever oh good for them so the game's doing fine I, I hopped on there's people running all over the place and they still have updates they're coming out uh i sure as fuck don't talk about it they do i just looked it up they they're like update blah blah, blah is coming out and the roadmap ahead and shit I don't see we're that. just not in the community that's weird yeah um I think they're trying to support it like Destiny until they make fucking uh, Division 3, which I hope they do. Um, so I've barely played. But the reason I'm playing is because Josh is playing again, and he keeps trying to get me to play. He'll be like, hey, we should play some of them. I'm like, okay, cool. I got like five games I really want to play. He's like, oh, those all sound really good. We could also play Division 2. I'm like, interesting. I'll download it, maybe. Like, I'm I'm down for Division 2, maybe. And then he just, no, I just didn't hear from him. He's just gone. I'm like... Guess we're not playing that. Then the next day, drop all the fucking games that I had listed before what we played. He's like, hey, I'm playing Division 2. You should play it. I'm like, okay, I'll get it downloading. So I downloaded it. I hop on. He's gone. He doesn't exist anymore. And uh, so I guess I'll play Division 2 by myself. Download my PS5, though. He's telling me it has uh, PS5 upgrades. Um, it does. It looks way better. It plays. Here's the most important thing. It plays way better it's smooth there's no like yeah, ubisoft games i think are maybe too ambitious for what they're trying to do and a lot of times they have like a slight latency to mm. them yeah yeah. especially yeah, in the aiming mm. luckily in games like uh division you're sitting behind cover and you're taking your time to shoot 
It's not a like a slower pace. Yeah. So yeah. it never has really bothered me. But even in Siege on console, it felt like kind of laggy and I mm. kind of hate that feeling. So on PS5, it plays fucking buttery smooth. And then that just told me how much like I was noticing that there's an issue on the console before because like it plays great on PS5. I, yeah. I, I'm not like, oh, there's a little bit of latency. It's not there. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's really cool. Um, I'm looking forward to playing it some more. Uh, I fucking downloaded the expansion rever and I played like, I, I think I leveled once and I never played it again. So I'm like brand new to the expansion and uh, the New York, whatever the hell it's called, Gangs of New York fucking I don't remember. I didn't. Hatchet Harry game. Um, I hit the original end game and I kind of stopped. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, me too. And then, you know, I, I dabbled a little bit in the expansion and I would like to dabble more. Um, so yeah, pretty cool. Uh, I play a little bit of Remnant from the Ashes, which is uh, one of the games we'll be talking about on Plus Club. Uh, I have a past with Remnant of the Ashes. I bought it when it came out. Been playing it for a while. Um, so you probably can tell. I, I may like it. Find out how much I like it at the end of the month. It's all right. Um, <laughs> it's 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 a game. I'll play it. Um, but yeah, played it on console. Played it on. I downloaded it on my PS5. I have it on my PS4. I have it on PC. So I will be able to talk in depth about this game. Um, and then lastly, I played the Outriders demo. Mm. And I felt, feel like I was supposed to play it, but I really didn't. Because the time I had to play it... I was watching a lot of cutscenes. Um, it's pretty front-heavy cutscene-wise. Yeah, I had to like quit because I was like, it, it was a work night. I, you know, had done my stuff. Yeah, kind of get ready for bed. I'm like, I'll play Outriders a little bit, and then I'm sitting here watching cutscene, cutscene, walk around, cutscene, cutscene, dialogue, 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 cutscene, cutscene, walk around, and I was, and people are like, oh, you got to pick your class or something like that mm -hmm. before you really get into it. I'm like, I haven't done that yet. It takes a little bit. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So, um. And so I know you played as well. Yes. So we'll just kind of use this to transition into what you've been playing. But um, so far, uh, a couple things. The game looks okay. Mm -hmm. The art style is fine. Um, I'm intrigued by the story, which I didn't expect. It's simplistic, but I yeah. thought it was actually kind of a cool premise. I So I had this conversation a little bit last night with, mm -hmm. with uh, a couple guys to play 14 with. And I had said... Um, I thought the weak point was the story. That was that was me misspeaking. So if you guys are watching this, I didn't quite mean that. I mean I mean the uh, in the writing. Um, oh, okay. I'm not a huge fan of okay. the story itself. Is interesting. Yeah. So I like. So if you haven't had a chance to play Outriders, it's essentially that like the game literally starts out and it's like Earth was destroyed, and two colony ships. Or at the very least, there's no fucking resources left. Yeah. yeah, well, they, they're very blunt about it. They're like, yeah. Earth is gone. Yeah. And two colony ships left Earth. Um, and, uh, God fucking damn it, my glasses. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, two colony ships left, and I guess the one of them didn't make it. Yeah. So only one colony ship made it. So already in that, and it's very simplistic and vague. I'm like, that's kind of a cool premise. Mm -hmm. I like the idea that, like, you had, uh, what, what hasn't done something similar to that, but um just how simplistic it is it just kind of leaves a lot in the air like yeah like hey you're on this planet it's fucking you had to um and i was like are they just gonna leave it like that and then like as soon as the game starts up with them like getting onto this planet people are kind of in past tense talking about you know things that happened there we did what we had to do we went through this fucking some kind of battle or whatever getting mm -hmm. off earth and i was like this is kind of cool i kind of dig this um 
And then like the whole time also I'm like, did they go through cryo sleep or what, what's going on? Cause they said it's like 86 years ago yeah. that this happened. And then people start talking about it. At first I thought they were leaving things out of the story. I was like, ah, oh, that's kind of lazy. But then they're like, oh yeah, I just woke up. Just like the other mentioning. So they take their time with it. Yeah. So when you're saying like, you don't like the writing, I kind of do like the writing. Cause the story's just like, boom, this is what's going on. And then it kind of bleeds in the details. I was like, that's actually pretty good. Not like great writing, but it's like it, it it's effective. It works. Maybe, I think you're talking about dialogue probably. I, I, am, I am 100%. Yeah. I was like, I'm having a hard time like trying to explain like yeah. the part I don't like. It's when the people talk, I'm just like, Ugh, I don't like you that much. Like, Sure. So. And like when I talk about movies like that and I talk about writing, people will be like, oh, I like the story. I'm like, okay, I get it. But I'm yeah, talking yeah. about there's specifics to all the layers of, of yeah storytelling For but sure. like in writing there's like dialogue mm. uh there's there's the writing itself that you can really like have a problem with which i don't really have a problem in this but like um uh, you know character writing like all that kind of stuff yeah and i kind of equated it to like gears of war where like everyone's kind of like i don't think it's that bad uh, well but, but that's the like it leans into that yeah. where they're like i'm a tough dude i'm a tough dude i'm, t- mm. I'm like dude i don't fucking care <laughs> yeah like, i think the worst thing in that regard is the i forgot what his title is but he seems like he's, he's the leader of you the cowboy um the, he looks like a fucking cowboy <laughs> and i kept every time i look at him i'm like why is he yeah why is he and uh i still haven't got answers to that but then i'm also thinking like i think they're just leaning in to that this is like sci-fi sci-fi and they're gonna have fun with it. And I'm like, okay, totally. That's what they're telling me. For sure. That's what this kind of sci-fi is. So it's whatever. I, I, I'm not thinking about it anymore. But um, but yeah, that's kind of dorky. The dialogue is not Gears of War, in my opinion. But it is very like who raw military stuff. But that's who you're playing as, and that's who you're around. Yeah. Um, and some of it, I, I actually thought was better than I was expecting. Hmm. Uh, I'm not like impressed with it, but like it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, I was actually like talking with people to try and get more information about the event that happened, uh, which I t- a lot of games, I don't give a fuck about extra information. Cause I'm like, your story's not that great. I'm not worried about it. Um, but this is like, eh, I kind of want to know more about what happened there. They left it vague intentionally. I feel like, mm-hmm. and it made me want to know more. Um, I shot a little bit at the training thing. Like I said, I've barely played this demo. I don't have the time for it. I'll be it. careful with what I say then. Um, oh, I don't care. You can spoil whatever. This okay. isn't a game I'm fucking hyped for. But uh, in fact, I feel like this game's not going to be that great. That's why I'm playing the demo. But um, You should play a little more, I feel. I'm, well, I'm, I'm definitely going to. Yeah. Um, I like that it's multiplayer too, so I want to try that out. But uh, I, I haven't done that yet, so yeah, I'd be down. But I'm being, I'm being blunt about my opinion on this because if it does change, you'll see it. And if it doesn't change, you'll see it in mm. the coming weeks when we talk about shit. So, um, but I've been on the record on this channel ever since this game was ever fucking announced that I think it looks generic as shit. And it looks, and it's knowing Square Enix and when they publish games that they don't make, they're typically garbage. I'm sorry if anyone likes those games. Typically, they're not great. Yeah. So my expectations down here. For sure. Uh, so already me saying that this story is interesting and I can look past Cowboy mm. uh, is already a hopeful fucking uh, point of view, in my opinion. Um, I just need to play more. Now, all that said, the shooting didn't feel great. That's fine, though. I can overlook that if there's stuff to be gained. Um, powers, abilities, uh, pretty much same thing I just said. Uh, like armor, weapons, I don't care, you know, something upgrades in some kind of way. I can look past weak feeling uh, shooting mechanics. Um, 
One thing worth noting, though, is I forgot who makes this game, but I think it's the same people who made... Um, oh, no. That fucking shooter where you, like, have the the lasso thing, you throw people in the air and shoot them and shit. Bulletstorm. Is it? Pretty sure it's the same people. Um, hmm. So uh, I, I'm kind of expecting... You know, when you're talking about the dialogue being kind of cheesy, makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but a lot of the ideas they had in that game, um, I could I could see that translating over into this game, possibly making that interesting. Mm-hmm. So I'm not uh, I'm not sure about that. I haven't played it, but it did feel kind of loose, and I felt like bullets didn't feel that impactful. I was impressed that the characters you shoot move when you hit them, like you know they're sort of like acting weird. Yeah, yeah. but uh. But, also take cover and stuff but the guns feels like do 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 like they don't there's no fucking <laughs> um so anyway yeah so i actually have pretty similar experience with the, the beginning of the game especially i was actually um getting pretty turned off by it because i um i just because i haven't been following it too closely like i my, i didn't really have a hype level for it so when they're just sitting there talking and talking and talking at first i was like dude come on i just want to try the game because mm-hmm. the demo and then i realized it's like okay this is gonna be like a full like story driven game okay so i just kind of like accepted that and then my time was getting better after that um going through the tutorial and all that stuff i just like the whole time i was like okay this is kind of whatever whatever then an event happens uh that where you start to that leads into like picking your class. Um, you essentially, if you don't want spoilers, go ahead, maybe like five, 10 minutes to this. Um, you talk spoilers for five, 10 minutes. No, I'm just saying in general, like, I don't know how long it's going to take me. So like five minutes, go ahead for like five minutes. So anyways, um, what ends up happening is you end up finding like an anomaly that happens and it, uh, starts messing with like, it'll either just like kill people or it'll like, change them on a, like a molecular change level. you to the magical mass effect being you're going to be in the game yeah kind of um then on your way back you've been butting heads with like the guy who's in charge of your your expedition or whatever and he wants the, the people on the ship to come down to the planet right now because he's like can't we can't delay this and you're like we don't know what the hell's out here blah blah, blah this thing he ended up getting um, into a confrontation with them because they basically are just like, you're sick, you can't come in here, we're going to shoot and kill you. And so you fight your way back up, and then you get injured, and the people you're with like, uh, we can't fix you right now, putting you in cryosleep. And then all of a sudden, a shit ton of, t- shit ton of time passes, you wake up, and they did land, the world went to shit, and you wake up, you don't know what the fuck's going on, um, and it's like, very borderlandsy at that point we're like so do you like that story or something it's okay okay um i'll say i'll play it so i'll find that out yeah well what i was just getting so the game like completely changes tone at that point um and i was like okay i I wasn't expecting to go this direction Mm -hmm. because i was kind of wondering when i was playing it in the 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 early footage it showed like a way different like vibe than the beginning of the game gives off and that that's the reason is that right there that event that happened so anyways you go through a whole sequence of stuff and then you get to pick a class finally. And there's the three classes and you start playing and all of a sudden you have skill trees. You find out the game's loop, you know, essentially loop based and all the weapons have stats and stuff like that. And healing is done by using your abilities. And so your play style, very like Doom-esque, if you want to heal, you have to get in the shit. Mm-hmm. 
and that's just the way it works. So it's got an interesting um, idea in that. So I did actually find myself enjoying the combat aspect of the game once I had abilities. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just, uh, and the abilities might be cool, but the shooting itself, I don't think it's going to improve in the sense of uh, the feedback that I'm looking for. One thing I just want to throw out there, too, is Outriders is made by People Can Fly. They made Bulletstorm. They made Painkiller, which makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. They made Bulletstorm and Painkiller. They made Gears of War, and they also worked on Fortnite, I think, in the early days. Gotcha, gotcha. Because they did have a connection with Epic for a while. So, yeah, it's um, very much, you know, um, not a tight shooter. I will agree with that. Mm -hmm. It is definitely, like, an RPG um, in that regard. Um, But the, the... I played a, uh, I made a pyromancer, and uh, in order to heal, I have to kill people who are afflicted by my flames. So I have to be constantly making sure people are on fire, and then kill them, and then I get health back. Mm. So um, I wonder if that comes into play in co-op, like um, certain things that feed off of each other in the sense of achieving that easier. Maybe because I know, like I think the the earth one or the tank guy, essentially, um, I think he has to actually get kills with his ability versus like the flame one it's just people who die with it on and then the long range person i don't know what theirs is specifically either they all have like a, a slight difference to the way they heal but it's all based on your ability using your abilities on people so gotcha um i don't know it's interesting i am curious to see um how much depth goes into the skill tree and the loot system because that would sell the game i think at that point if it if it has loot and abilities to like level up and work towards and co op uh, at the and I've barely played the game as you guys have just heard me talk about I would buy it. Uh, it definitely has those. I just don't know the extent of that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying like longevity. Uh, I don't want like a skill tree that has like five things to unlock. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. And then like you know four upgrades to my gun or something like that. If it has more, it doesn't have to be like the division. I don't want every game to be fucking uh, you know looter shooters, but. Uh, if it, if it feels like a, a semi-deep uh, you know, RPG that's mm-hmm. co-op, um, the story's interesting enough. I would I would play it. Um, well, it definitely has like a, like a Borderlands-esque loot system. Does it? Yeah, because okay. they recently, they listening to community feedback, uh, one of the bosses uh, that you can you know farm over and over again type of thing originally dropped, had the chance to drop a legendary gun. And then they took it away, and the community was like, why are we fighting this guy if we can't get loot off him? And they are like, okay, we hear that, and they gave the gun back to it. Yeah, why, why would you take that away? That's the fucking point. Make it hard to well, get, maybe. Well, I think but... that the reason they were thinking is because your save file is is your save file. So yeah. when you buy the game, you, you get to keep playing, essentially. Sure. So, um, so but, what, what a cool reward for playing the demo. Sure, to sure. grind and get that fucking Well, and they listen, though. Yeah. You know no, it's, I mean? no, it's good. It's good. So, it's just, I'm, I'm guessing... I'm trying to guess why they even did in the first place. Yeah. Um, I'm glad they reversed it because, like, God, playing a game. I've played a couple games uh, recently that are, like, games where you typically in the past would grind out on, like, a boss to try and get a legendary, and they didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what the fuck, dude? Like, that's... I know they like everyone's obsessed with balancing games nowadays and making sure they're sterile as fuck, but... Uh, that was the exciting thing about older games is like, like Borderlands two, I played the fuck out of yeah. because I was trying to get 
all the legendaries, like all the best, awesome, highest versions of those legendaries, legendaries, and I miss that grind. Well, especially um, if you get to that point, like let the game feel broken after. Yeah, who that. gives a fuck if you if you put that much time into it and you can't make other people's experiences worse? Gives a fuck. Yeah, like exactly. just let somebody spend hundreds of hours just fucking trying to unlock really cool shit and going like, you know, oh, I got this gun. How'd you get that? I fucking had to do yeah. this for like hours trying exactly. to get it. Like that feeling of accomplishment. Um, you know, a lot of the looter shooters nowadays, and I'm not saying this game's a looter shooter, but just to my point, um, you, there's no set. It's, it's all like, well, I got this legendary five minutes later. Well, I got a gun that replaces it and you just keep moving on. There's no sense of like, fuck, I earned this. Um, small tangent. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, it makes complete sense. So, it, uh, so far the positives I've seen though, is like, it looks like it has a good like idea of like what kind of game is going to be, which mm-hmm. um, I need to beat the demo so I can have like a solid opinion if I want to buy it or not. But also that they're actively listening to the community is always mm-hmm. a good sign too. Uh, it means they they're trying to make a good game. So like, um, I don't know. I need to I need to sit down. I need to beat the demo. I also want to try a co op. See how it feels. Um, we should definitely try a co op. Yeah, yeah. Um, that I keep forgetting as I was playing the short amount I played uh, that I'm playing a co op game. Mm-hmm. Because as a single player game, I'm like oh, that's kind of interesting. But if there's other people, I'm like mm, that. That's that really bumps games up for me a lot. Mm. I like I like co-op games a yeah. lot. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a fun game, but I I have to concrete that decision. I guess. Well, and the people who made Boltstorm and Painkiller, two things, two games that I have the same issues with. I don't care about the storylines, but they got good shooting. Boltstorm has some really inventive ideas. I didn't care about the score system. That doesn't do much for me. But they had like, they were really thinking about every arena. That's what the game was. was Just arenas to arena to arena to arena. Every arena was like imaginative. They gave you different toys to play with in that setting. And uh, so there's some imagination there. And Painkiller had like really cool like ragdoll physics for back in the day. They had like nail guns and Mm -hmm, shit. mm -hmm. You know, uh, it took me back to a time of, you know, where shooters were just like trying to be crazy. I enjoyed that game way more than bullet storm <laughs> yeah and so those those people making this game i these are ideas people yeah. uh, you know they're not strong in the storytelling maybe this game will be their first time in my opinion where it's actually kind of interesting and so far it is um but uh they're not short of ideas when it comes to shooters mm-hmm. so them bringing that to a co-op game uh is promising i think that sounds cool yeah um yeah, so, i'm definitely curious after yeah. especially after like getting to be able to select a class and like realizing that there's a hub and you get quests and side quests and there's loot and chests and shit like that in the game. So, um, yeah, it sounds cool. Uh, is it three or four player? I think it's three. Yeah. Every game's three nowadays, which I actually think is kind of a cool, uh, I wonder if it's just easier to balance three. I think it's way easier to balance three. So I think it's fucking way easier. And, uh, it's just annoying because, like, I have, like, three other people I typically play games with regularly. So, like, every time it's a three-player game, there's always somebody I'm like, oh, dude, I guess we got to play something else yeah. or uh, we'll get you on the next game. I'm not sure. Luckily, that's normally Cody. He'll pop in and be like, hey, I see you guys are playing the game. I'm like, it's three players. Like, oh, it's cool. I'll play. I'm like, nah, we'll play something. <laughs> like, yeah. I hate I hate that uh, three-player shit. So, But at the same time, I, I it, games like that typically feel a lot more team oriented it feels mm-hmm. like they can maybe because three you can get a little more precise in the way teams work together as four always feels like a lot of people are just run around shooting independently and it feels like you're just all playing your own game separately together 
but like every time I play a three-player co-op game, it feels like it's more co-op oriented. There's yeah. more things involved. Uh, Deep Rock Galactic not being part of that. That's a great cooperative four-player game. Um, but yeah, it seems like every time I play a three-player cooperative game, it seems more co-op focused and less like, well, let's play together. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. Obviously, they figure something out uh, that makes that number so like important for for people to be doing so often now so well if you think about it two-player co-op is like i think some of the most immersive co-op experiences i've had have been two-player co-op yeah because you can you can tell a more cinematic story with two people yeah uh even like a game like a way out and stuff like that is a very cinematic experience and you can do a lot of really interesting stuff three is that in between point between that cinematic experience you can do that I feel like you could do with four people. I think it'd just be very hard, be very challenging. Yeah, you'd really have to want to. <laughs> and four player, where you're playing a game like Borderlands and everybody's just running around shooting and mm. fucking, you're playing together, but you're not working together as well. Okay, as, I can see that. Yeah, and so three just feels like a, the middle. I mean, nine feels like it is literally the middle ground between two and four. Yeah. Um, and this is just based off examples of games I've played. Um, where it does seem like you get a more fine-tuned co-op experience with two people and a more chaotic experience with four people. And that's almost every game I play nowadays when it comes to four-player co-op is just chaos. Um, which yeah, is I fun. I like, I like having friends with me when I'm playing. But even when I play Call of Duty fucking most of the time, I don't feel like I'm playing with a team. I feel like I'm killing people, and people on my team are killing people. And my team might win and might not. Yeah, I could definitely see that in Call yeah. of Duty. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Well, that's a lot of fucking games yeah. in general. So um, I, I wish people put more time into the co-op experience, the team yeah. experience, incentives to work together. I know I'm kind of going off on a thing that has nothing to do with Outriders, but like um, the just that three-player thing, I feel like it, it, it allows itself to find that middle ground. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So yeah, um, we should definitely figure that out though. Mm. The, I, the demo is permanent, I believe, so we we have all the time in the world. Uh, wow. Yeah, I was wondering if it's timed or not. Um, but that's definitely something. It's it went from a game I like. I had a a, a slight like oh, okay, I've I've seen a little bit and heard a little bit about the game too. Like okay, now I'm kind of paying attention to it. Game. So my hype for that game was the same as the Quiet Man. I saw it. I'm like, that game's going to be garbage. Well, that's putting it's, you in a good position. <laughs> it's good. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, fucking, like, and I feel like when I play Quiet Man, because I am going to play it at some point, uh, it's going to be garbage. The reviews I watched said it was garbage. Yeah. I knew it was going to be garbage. This game, I was like, that game looks generic as fuck. I know but, a couple people said they were going to buy it already. Sure. And so I downloaded the demo. There's demos for other games. I'm like, eh, I'll buy it when it comes out, or I mm. won't buy it. But this game, I'm like, I feel like that game's going to be shit. I want to find out. There's a demo, smart, because now I can not invest money in it and I can get a real opinion. Yeah. And now playing it, I'm like, I might buy this. So. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of leaning to. It's I, I don't know if I'm sold yet, but I definitely am leaning towards yes at this point. Yeah, I set the bar so fucking low that any improvement, <laughs> I'm like, ah, okay. It doesn't take much to get you to buy a game anyways. Sure, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so if the game is not exactly what I thought it was going to be, I'm going to buy The Quiet Man at some point. That game's garbage. Yeah. Um, just so I can make fun of it. I'm going to stream the fuck out of the game if I do get it. So For sure. That game's been out forever now. Hopefully. I'm just waiting to see it on sale for like two bucks. I'll buy it then. Yeah. They should pay me to play it. <laughs> um, I don't know about that. Anything else on Outriders? Uh, no, because I, I need to play more of it. But yeah. What else have you been playing? Um, I mean, other than that, I played uh, some Minecraft. I've been e- enchanting my gear because I'm trying to get to the point where... 
Uh, maybe we can go fight the Ender Dragon and then have access to more of the game at that point. Um, I don't have any big projects in my mind right now, so I'm just kind of focused on like improving my gear. And then uh, outside of that, I mean, we we mostly me at this point uh i haven't seen rob in a while where are you at rob uh, <laughs> rob is he missing he has been or has been and then it's been rob napped and uh you know chris has just been very invested in what he's doing in 14 right now so um been building pathways through the nether so i can get around easier because mm. um, it's faster than traveling the overworld because it's you know like a third of the size or whatever uh yeah, so not a lot to talk about there. That was pretty much it. And then your house didn't get destroyed by trolls. No, I did while working on one of my wool machines. Uh, raiders showed up three times like rapidly back to back. I was like, dude, fuck off! I'm trying to build something. I'm just sitting there, all of a sudden, like I get shot by a crossbow on my back, and I turn around, and he's just like, Meh. like, go away, <laughs> please. It's like Graylings, gray dwarfs, <laughs> and gray brutes and shit in Valheim. Yeah, like yeah. I'll just be like working on my house, mind my business. I've like slaughtered like five hundred Graylings already, ever since I landed fucking on this island. And fucking, I'll like look over as I'm building, and just out in the distance, I just see them. Just like, yeah, just, they're like walking through the woods, like they're like not coming to my house. They're just like, like we're just on a walk, and I'll see them. They go, oh wait, there there he is. And they start like kind of shimmying. Similar. They start shimmying towards me. I'm like, <laughs> you motherfuckers! You're acting like you're just walking by. You're, you're definitely coming here to my house. If you get trying to fucking kill me, <laughs> and then I kill them, and they just keep every once in a while coming by. And they're yeah. like, Hey, uh, you the guy that fucking killed like 700 of us? Yes. Okay. And then I have to fight <laughs> them. I'm like, God damn it, dude. Yeah. If you get close enough to like the the raiders, they'll like stop in the distance and they'll like just look at you. And I'm like, Yeah, I'm. You're on my property. What do you like? Mm-hmm. like? I'm not gonna like wonder why the fuck you're here, where you're going. And if you get too close, all of a sudden they start loading their crossbows, and they'll just like, I'm like, dude, fuck off. Yeah, that's very similar. I know that all too well in Valheim. <laughs> I literally, I'll see them way out there, and it looks like they're walking like from east to west, not even like towards me or anything. But I know that they're they're gonna start kind of making their way a little yeah. closer every single time. And uh, eventually, like, I'll see their whole, like, demeanor change. And I was like, and I'm like, here yep. we go. <laughs> here we go. I got to take a break from building. And then there's one that has a flag on his back. And when you kill him, he drops the flag. So you have a trophy you can put up. I got, I ran out of room to put them. Yeah, fucking oh, flag Japanese. For some reason, I was thinking of those, um, those Polish fucking medieval soldiers with the wings and shit. But Oh, no, yeah. It's like the, the Yoshimitsu. The square, like, yeah. More like that, yeah. um, except it's just got a giant picture of their face on it. So it's just a, a, their face on a flag. I want a flag with my face on. So I ran out of room uh. to put them, and so my my base in the Nether, they're just lining the wall in there. Because I'm just like, I, I gotta put these somewhere. I, otherwise, I'm just gonna throw them in lava, and I feel like it's a waste of these. You need to put them out in your front yard so people see that yeah, shit. And I go, did for a while. Ooh, but, we all wear those. Why do you have all those? Why do so many of them come? Come fucking find out. Chris has them. Uh, Where the train connecting me and his base is. Leaving his base, there's just a line of them. <laughs> God damn. So, yeah, they just show up when you, you're in a place for too long. So Yeah, sounds so familiar. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, I've not been playing a lot of 14. I've been logging in just to raid. Um, 
we we got a new healer that were he's never raided before so he's like learning completely new with us he's picking up very quickly though but he has some uh pretty heavy like um like self-doubt uh confidence black confidence uh and then uh like social anxiety stuff so like trying to be like dude it's cool like we didn't pass this the first time we did this like we died and died and died and died like that's that's what we're that's the whole point like you learn and you get better at it so and he's doing good so we keep trying to reinforce that he's doing a good job um you know we just gotta get him caught up to where we were so we can go back to progressing through the fights though mm. so that that's uh been our struggle lately is we we keep having like this one member that we have to keep like bringing in a new person in training right a new person in training because we don't do it the same way like if you do it with randoms a lot, there's like a, a meta strategy that ends up like forming you know, over time that, that everyone just knows and we don't do it that way. So like when we get randoms, they're like, oh, you're doing that weird. Like, yeah, we do a little weird you know, type mm -hmm. of thing. So, so we always have to like readjust with people. Um, mostly because a lot of like some of the mechanics involve like the healer needing to stay in certain places. I get lost too easily, so I can't fulfill that role. So I have uh, Chris actually do that part where you follow him because he knows where to go. Mm. So, and then all of a sudden they'll follow me and they're like, uh, and I'm like, you nope, wrong person. <laughs> like, so yeah, um, I wouldn't follow you fucking anywhere. No, I, I warn people all the time. Uh, and then they think I'm joking. I'm like, no, you can put me in a box and I will forget how I got in there. So, um, yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, it's, it's been fun. I, I enjoy rating. Um, I just don't like, have a lot of like goals I'm trying to accomplish in the game right now. So that's pretty much the only reason I'm logging in. I'm waiting. I'm just kind of waiting for the next big update to come out for that. So, and then last thing I played was, I forgot the name of it. The PS five only game for the plus Maquette? games. Yeah. I played some Maquette. So, uh, for about an hour and a half. I downloaded it. So, uh, I'm not going to say anything obviously, cause we got to talk about it. And if I say anything, it's going to give my opinion. So, um, it's definitely a it's a game walk and figure out the puzzle game yeah i probably won't beat it you definitely won't <laughs> yeah so i'll play it though i'll talk about it at the end of this month yes. plus club make sure to play that if you got a ps5 or if you've played it by any other means i don't know if it's on pc but you're obviously welcome to the conversation but uh you know yeah, that's it. I, I'm honestly the only thing I really had any thing to talk about on was was outriders because yeah. it's new. So yeah, well, it's worth talking about too because we've been kind of building up to talking about it for a while because uh, you know it keeps getting shown off. Is it good? Is it not good? I don't mm. know. Let's talk about it. So um, yeah, well, uh, let's know in the comments what games have you guys been playing? What games do you think we should be playing? You're playing something? What's the next Valheim? What's the next game that you guys are gonna be hitting me up and telling me? Hey. If you played this yet, I'll be downloading right then and be like, uh, not yet, but I'm, I, it's coming. I'm, I'm playing a sec. Um, I've been playing Valheim. Uh, what do you think about Outriders? So you played that. Uh, what was your hype level on it? Has it met that? Um, exceeded it? Is it worse than you thought it was going to be? Um, should I continue to play it? I'm gonna, but should I? Be like, no, 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 Seth. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You've only done the beginning. You haven't done shit. Play it more. I'm gonna. 
promise. But um, yeah, let me know your thoughts on Outriders and everything you've been playing in the comments below. First, Taste the Cast of the Month. We always talk about game releases. So we're going to go through this list via GameSpot of game releases. Uh, it's pretty short. And uh, talk about our hype of games coming out, reverse hype of games that we have no interest in. So, short list. Let's just jump into it. Is this the whole thing right here? It seems to be. What is this? Further reading. I don't want no fucking further reading. Okay, so uh, we are in March, in case you don't know. Maybe you just woke up from a coma. and Welcome back. Uh, so, on March 2nd. We got Harvest Moon, One World on PS4 and Switch. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon came out on PS5. Um, I don't know if that's an upgrade or if it's just an actual release for the PS5. Uh, came out March 2nd. Uh, March 4th, we got Sea of Solitude Director's Cut on Switch. And then on March 9th, we're getting Apex Legends on Switch. Uh, which, you know, good. I'm glad it's coming out on there. But I saw some gameplay and I was like, whew, yeah, that, is on, little, that is on Switch. That's rough. Um yeah, uh, March sixteenth, huge jump there. Uh, Kingdoms of Amalur, uh, Re Reckoning's coming out on Switch, and Samurai Showdown on Xbox Series X and S. March twenty third, we got Story of Seasons: Pioneers of Olive Town. Don't know what that is. Maybe I'll click on that to look at it. It's a, uh, a slow living game. Okay, uh, sounds like it. March 25th, we got Yakuza 6, The Song of Life, coming out on Xbox One and PC. I'll definitely be... I'm not supposed to be talking about that yet. <laughs> March 26th, we got Balan Wonderland, uh, which is... There's a demo for that you can download, too. There's a demo for that. Have you played it? I haven't downloaded and played it yet. Mm. Uh, coming out on Switch, PS5. PS5. Let's <laughs> say PS5 twice. Uh, it's coming out twice on there. Uh, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. So it's coming out on everything. 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 Uh, it Takes Two, uh, coming out on Switch, PS5, PS5, <laughs> Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and S. Uh, do they mean PS4? I, they have to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and PC. So, uh, Bell and Wonderland and It Takes Two, I assume, is coming out on PS4 as well. Uh, and then, of course, Monster Hunter Rise is coming out. On the 26th as well, oh, on the fuck. Switch. Yeah, I forgot it's coming out this month. I was like, well, there's a big game. Um, March 30th, we have Evil Genius 2 World Domination coming out on PC. And to be announced in March, uh, Disco Elysium, the final cut, will be coming out on PS5, PS4, they actually put it in this time, PC, and Stadia? Question mark. Um, yeah. So uh, those are the games coming out in March. There's a lot other games coming out into games stuff like that but i was like we're not reading all that i saw a list was huge like nope uh so i'll jump in first uh well, first off i just want to look at whatever the story of seasons is real fast i've been watching people play it it looks all right uh, it's out okay. in japan so gotcha um i mean i'm kind of interested in games like that uh harvest moon uh, do they are is harvest moon even fucking relevant anymore no one talks. They keep making them. So. Yeah, but nobody talks about them. So obviously they're not making great ones. Yeah, I, I, I'd probably agree. I, I just don't think they've really changed much. So there's nothing to talk about. I feel like, goddamn, um, oh no, Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Thank you. <laughs> With the fucking popularity for years now, Stardew Valley. Why haven't the people who own the IP of Harvest Moon just went fucking insane with it? There's obviously people who want to play games like that there's a whole genre of animal crossing sure huge. sure yeah. so like why like harvest moon used to be the game well the guy left to make that dragon cafe game which i still haven't tried but did he make that mm -hmm. i kind of wanted to play that 
Interesting. Um, I don't know why I know so much about these fucking slow living games. I don't know. Um, you're part of the community. Uh, so, yeah, not really interested in that. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, I'm not interested in getting that for PS5. I'm just going to let you guys know, buy it. Whatever you can play it on, buy it. Yakuza Like a Dragon is fucking awesome. Josh just beat recently. He loved it. So fucking buy it. Play it. It's great. Um, it's on PS5 now. Uh, let's see. Curious about Sea of Solitude. There's a game I wanted to play. Is Director's Cut is probably going to be the definitive way to play it. I'm not going to play on Switch, though. Um, kind of curious about Story of Seasons. I'll have to look into it. But uh, I, I kind of like the idea of games like that. Yakuza 6, uh, The Song of Life, I'll be picking up for sure. I want to get all of the Yakuza games on PC at some point or another. Uh, I have no hype for Bound Wonderland. It looks, like, weird as fuck. Mm-hmm. So, um, That's and, a Sonic creator, I believe. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll look into it. We'll see. I'll play the demo, maybe check it out, talk about it. But um, I have no hype for it. It Takes Two, I'm stoked for, though. Um, that's made by the guy who made, um, or the team that made uh, A Way Out. It's another cooperative game, oh, uh, two-player co-op game. Yeah, so that, I will be buying that. That immediately makes it interesting. Yep. Yep. yep exactly. <laughs> uh, day of release. So just because they got really cool ideas, and I like that they're. This is gonna be the same thing. It's a two-player co-op game that you'll be able to play with somebody if they don't have a copy. Because I believe because they they're just all in on this fucking like two-player experience, no compromise, um, which I really respect. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise, one hundred percent. I'm buying. Nah, nah. Yeah, I, I'm thinking about it. I go play the demo. I did play the demo. It was awesome. Um, so yeah, Monster Hunter Rise will be picked up and being played uh, on March 26th and after uh, for a while. And then uh, I'm curious about Disco Elysium: The Final Cut. Um, I hope I get some kind of upgrade to that, or do I have to buy it? I don't know. We'll find out. I know Steam usually will just like themselves give you a discount for yeah. buying the new. Yeah, and version. I'd be I'd be okay with that too. Um, but yeah, I already own it. I've played it. I like it. So I'd like to play a more extended version. That's a game that you could definitely extend because there's already a lot of variables going on when you play it. So if they add even more, I think they're adding like more voice acting to it as well. I think all characters talk now, um, which is really cool. So, and, uh, maybe they'll make fucking Kuno talk less. I hate that kid. (laughs) He's trying to fuck Kuno. Um, God, I hate that kid. I hate him. It's like Pretty one of my most hate everybody in that game. That's one of my most hated characters ever in a game. It's Kuno. Cause I just want to fucking. Um. Yeah. What games are you stoked for? Uh, I have a slight interest in both Harvest Moon and All of Town. Um. I need to actually like see something on both of them though. Glad you shortened it, cause that's quite the title: Story of Seasons, Pioneers of all of town who's gonna who's gonna be like hey one copy of story of seasons pioneers of all of town please nobody Nobody. by digital (laughs) um so yeah i'm I'm curious about both those games um i'm more so curious about uh all of town just because it is not part of a series so yeah like what are they bringing to the table type of deal that's what excites me is it's a new ip so Mm -hmm. i want to know what's up with that or or if it's not i just didn't know about it to begin with sure yeah it's just the alien nature of it. I'm like, what is that guy? For sure, for sure. Um, Like you, I would like to buy all the Yakuza's on PC. I just need to be at a point where I'm like, I'm going to play them before I make that decision. Yeah, they're like 34 hours a pop, Mm -hmm. so not short games. Um, I am very slightly interested in Battle in Wonderland only because the guy who made Sonic made it. Um, Unless I'm wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. Um, No, people made Boltstorm made it. (laughs) Uh, I did watch a little bit of someone else play uh, Bell in Wonderland, and it is definitely just like a platformer. So we'll, we'll see if it's uh, bringing anything like interesting to the table or if it's just going to be generic feeling. I don't know yet. 
Um, it takes two. I w- was not interested in until you said who made it. And now I'm definitely interested in it because I absolutely um, loved a way out. It was um, way better than it really kind of deserved to be, to be honest. For an indie game, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the storytelling, that's better than most games. So um, it was it was great, especially I because it's a two fun player. Two, two player cooperative experience. It was built for that experience. Yeah. Well, and it's hard to tell stories with multiplayer games because you have to be able to get everyone involved and that game really handled it super well Well, to execute storytelling events is difficult to do with multiplayer. Exactly. Some people have done it, but it's really hard. Even in open world games it's difficult for sure You have to lead them to an area where it can happen. And in that, like or tell them through fucking audio logs. I hate that because the way it does like the split screen where like, you're doing your thing and, and, you know, I'm doing my thing. And even though, like, maybe my thing is just, like, to keep me busy while you're doing dialogue, I'm still, like, there for it. So I can see it happening while mm-hmm. I can still mess around. And well, see and a way out to this really cool thing that I haven't seen really done in games. It had a split screen thing going on, but one major story elements were happening on one player's uh, experience, the split screen would move. So that you could still be playing over yeah. here in the corner, but over here where the major event was happening, you can kind of be playing, kind of walking, but kind of see what's happening. Yeah. And that is really smart. Yeah. So um, definitely interested in that. Uh, Monster Hunter is a, a no duh buy. Like I, no duh. Monster Hunter, no duh. They uh, that's they, the new one. They don't even out. really have to show me those games anymore. They just say, hey, I'm making a Monster Hunter. I'm like, all right, cool, I'll buy that. Until until that fails me. That's pretty much where I'm at with those. Yeah, Monster Hunter so far hasn't really failed at all so yeah i mean they've had like a couple titles where like i didn't really know they existed because they didn't like really change change up too much but usually um you know they've never been bad i guess is the best way to put that yeah um, and then yeah disco elysium i i never beat it to begin with and the game's a I little bonkers for me technically but... <laughs> beat it <laughs> well okay i've gotten an ending <laughs> But not the the good ending, I'm sure. So, yeah. I don't know if that game's going to have a good ending. Probably not. I don't think it's set up for that. That game's kind of bleak. Oh, it's like playing Nier Automata. Like, the game doesn't have a good ending either. So. Yeah. Anything else? Nope. All right. Let us know in the comments what games are you guys looking forward to in March. Is there something that wasn't on the list that we should keep our eye out for? Is there something on this list you're very excited for? I know a lot of people in our community is going to be very excited for Monster and Rise. Um, but, uh, yeah, how, let me know, uh, scale of one to 10, your excitement for Balan Wonderland. Are you very excited for that game? Um, have you played it? Let me know in the comments. Uh, what'd you think of it? And, uh, yeah, let me know what you think about it in the river. Um, <laughs> so we got a video we're going to watch. We got two videos to watch. One might get us in trouble. So stay tuned for that. Um, but the first video we're going to watch is Aliens Fire Team, which is, a new cooperative aliens game. Now, uh, before we watch this, I'm a huge aliens fan. I love aliens. I don't give a fuck about predator. I know it's blasphemy for some people and people always compare the two. I'm aliens. 100% xenomorphs are fucking awesome. I love everything about aliens. So why haven't we gotten any good alien games since or after, uh, alien vs predator Alien vs predator two, those games are fucking great. And, uh, Alien Isolation. That's good. The Sega one. Everything else, though, they they just for some reason, and it's fucking 2021. We haven't gotten an amazing Aliens game yet. I can't believe that. That's insane to me. You could make so many good games out of Aliens, and they haven't done it. So, the idea of Aliens as a property for making games, 
always is exciting for me. Mm-hmm. But given the history, I kind of assume it's going to be trash. So <laughs> this is a third-person shooter, which I think is weird. Because Aliens, I think, can lend itself better to first person because it's always tight quarters, dark, scary. Yeah. You're allowed, you can get... You know more jump scares out of that, more more horror out of it. Uh, third person kind of telling me like, oh, it's like a fucking shooter's gonna mow shit down. So um, yeah, they might just try to, instead of like trying to scare you, they might just try to stress you instead. Just, yeah, if they can just make like a fun, <clears throat> just make a fun aliens game at this point, and I won't c- complain. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm lightly interested because aliens. I'm p- uh, hesitant to get it. I almost said pessimistic, which is true as well. But um, I'm hesitant to get excited for a game like this, though, um, because they're probably not going to nail it. Somebody needs to come come in with a really good. They need to start from the ground up working on Xenomorph AI and how to make them uh, interact with uh, um, environments and get that down first, and then build the game after. Because that's the that's the hardest thing you got to do is get Xenomorphs to move in a way that's compelling enough. Um, get them to be able to run into vents and run on walls and leap yeah. at you and try and stalk you. Alien Isolation has a very complex AI system for the alien, um, but it's one alien. Yeah, They need to do what Left 4 Dead did for zombie games with xenomorphs. <laughs> that would be... Um... No, I'm not saying do Left 4 Dead's crowds running at you, but that was oh, the okay. only time... <laughs> That was the first time people had gotten crowds of zombies to run at you in a game. Right, right. Before that, you'd walk in an area and there'd be like three zombies. And they come walking at you, shambling and shit. But in Left 4 Dead, a bunch of them would just come, blah, 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 just running at you and stuff. And it was like the first time that ever happened in a game. Or, and so, ooh, yeah. Ooh, so yeah. if you have the mods. <laughs> so they need to do the same kind of uh, like thing that that game did for, for crowds of zombies for Xenomorphs. They need to make it feel like Xenomorphs are on the fucking walls and shit and you're shooting them and like crazy. And they could do it, but they don't want to. They just want to make a basic fucking shooter um, with Xenomorphs in it because they're trying to sell the brand because they're fucking shameless. So anyway, yeah, thoughts? Is it single player or multiplayer? Multiplayer. Co-op. I have a very small interest then. Okay. <laughs> this is 25 minutes. We're not going to watch the whole thing. At some point, I may skip forward uh, if it's feeling like we kind of got the gist. So, uh, you know, we might watch this for like five minutes. So, uh, yeah, ready? Yep. All right, three, two, one, and go. I think they're just going to make like a Left 4 Dead feeling fucking Aliens game, which I'm fine with. Yeah. This month is Aliens Fire Team. It's three of us against a whole hell of a lot of aliens i am joined here in the game by matt and craig from cold iron studios guys ryan mccaffrey's one of the last people at hey, ign i don't thanks. mind hey ryan thanks He's for having us forever. on board we're excited to play with you man let's get started right it's away kind of just uh, let's roll here we want to get people look, seeing what's doing with this video game God, and uh, more dorks and see what, what yeah sort of more dorks more like nerdy ass fucking i love video game people unless let awesome. me tell you so how video games are, people. We're let me tell you something. Which is no. an let me, let me explain you how bras work, rim. kids. Uh, our battalion okay, of get the fuck Marines, out of here. Uh, we've gotten a distress call, and they've sent this fire team, us, the three of us, in the, to investigate and do search and rescue. It looks decent. So I think it's weird that her gun is stationary and locked and her body's reacting around the gun. Yeah, it's a little weird that the gun won't move, but the body's moving around it. Well, I would say, I actually think the, the body's not moving either. It's literally, it seems like just yes. the arms. Yep, always really three-person fire team. You can play solo. Uh, okay. We'll get, give you bots so that you can play through, okay. but really you want to be going through with your friends. 
They probably made the core body have its animation and then have the gun floating in place next to it and then they just lock the arms with it. To... So they're just shocks? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Or left three aliens, I guess, would be the... I mean, that's not really... They're making deal, obviously, I mean, is, but is, comparisons to Left 4 Dead. Is Left 4 Dead a, a reasonable kind of comparison here? Sure, we, we are a third-person co-op uh, survival shooter, so very close in, in a lot of aspects, but yeah. uh, very different in many others, too. I am kind of excited that they are just getting simplistic with this game. I'm just going like, hey, well, you're playing a co-op game, you're shooting nice. fucking Xenomorphs. Yeah. Because that, I'm like, yeah, I could play I mean, that for I'm sure. If it's mindless, right now, just don't try and tell, like, uh, some great story and try to expand the fucking lore much higher, a much higher and make shitty so, aliens that don't uh, work well. dialed up the, the performance on this. Oh, there's a guy right there. You got him, Craig. What the fuck just happened? So right now, um, I'm playing a technician class. Um, I kind of I set up perimeters. I have a turret and some charge coils. That's so to, weird. He like talked to him and then help just us silence. out. Yeah. He's like, I got him. I'm like, um, you're not gonna like, respond when he said. Right? <laughs> yep, I'm demolishing. It's cool. The I'm smart gun actually is locking enemies. on. I got uh, micro rockets. I got blast wave. I also get to use uh, heavy weapons like a grenade launcher, flamethrower, so and then my favorite smart. So they actually got him running on and walls and I, shit. That's uh, cool to see. Probably looks, the, you know, you know simplistic just running at you, but it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's still cool that you did it, just leap um, from the ceiling to the wall. Grenade. It also looks you're like these are just like the fodder, uh, though, because hopefully there's, right like, and you have hostile ones, too. Um, sure. So yeah, talk about those cooldowns that are... Well, it's probably going to be like, oh, for dead. They're probably going to be like the bigger ones are going to show up randomly and like attack you and shit, like tanks and... So one of the things that we've done with uh, yeah, with the co-op survival shooter, we really lean into, right. you know, uh, for us co-op games oh, are smoker. all about making sure that, that you have a role yeah, to play. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, and we do that through our classes. Since I've played and, uh, fucking Left 4 Dead. Like, like we mentioned, we're playing like, technician. Cody's been fucking wanting to play it lately. Uh, each of those has two different abilities that are on cooldown. That was one of the first games he got into PC with us. As well as other things that let you customize and kind of advance these kids as you level them up. We've definitely got the Aliens vibe going on here. Like, I, it's, I'm already feeling it as we move through these low-ceiling corridors, and this door is about to open. Yeah, the, the dev team has spent so much time perfecting that and working on that, looking at uh, movie reference and what... Oh, 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 burst your mat. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. was... Oh. That was <laughs> yeah, so it has, like, special infected, essentially. That's cool. Too bad we didn't get a chance to yeah, get Yeah, there's... We've expanded. Yeah, there's like um, burster in the shot. I'm like, okay, what's it do? Films quite a bit. There's over 20 um, enemy types in our game. That oh, wow. was a burster. Um, as you saw, when he explodes, he leaves a huge pool of acid. Okay. Uh, want to avoid I'm that. probably sold already. <laughs> Just because the you simple premise. Ammo. We've got some guys yeah. on the scene. I don't think this game's gonna be amazing, but it looks like something I would definitely play. The thing that's really kind of I'm hung up on though is what's progression look like. Is there actual upgrades or is it just yeah, Left 4 Dead where you're you beating really the levels to say you beat them? Yeah, especially with never, like uh, you know, Warhammer from Tide yeah. having loot and stuff. Yeah, if you can upgrade your guns and stuff in this game, I'm all for it. Yeah, our, our lead sound designer, Derek, it. has done a, just a kick-ass job. Oh, um, the first on the wall. I got it, okay. You got it. Oh, there's another one on the wall. So each, as it, uh, 
uh, two weapons at all times. I would like to see them character. leaping more. It's two primary you. weapons, and that's a slot that you can fill. Because even in like AVP, the, um, the two, like the multiplayer online, in that like slot. playing as people's fun, they like come leaping ammo, through doors um, and shit, and it's like you really can stressful. Switch to a sidearm. Right. It does seem like they're finally getting close to him, which is nice. It hits a lot, a lot weaker, but conserves ammo. They might be playing on fucking easy too. Just to show the game for sure. Now I know why there was an ammo crate right here. Yeah. We got a spitter out there, Craig. I wish the game was darker, though. And these, uh, these unique aliens have a bit more, a bit bigger of a health bar, right? Got him. Yeah, the environments look like aliens for sure, but they're also kind of basic in like the geometry. Right. They're very like just square. As we were saying, we, we, we but that's probably because you know what they're doing with running on the ceiling and the walls. They need to be able to map how to get around things. I'm gonna refill ammo before we flip the switch. So I'm kind of I'm watching on the right side. How are we doing health-wise? I'm saving. I'm saving my med kit. Yeah, it sounds like left for dead. Craig, do you want me to heal you? Um, I'm okay. Which is cool, because I, I, I think still there needs to be more games in that genre. There's plenty more runners. Now, but uh, uh, I, I would definitely wrecked. welcome more. Okay. I yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd play this. We're lucky. Just because there's we're nothing necessarily like, screaming out to me that, so hey, we don't well, you don't already own this. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, what... Keeps you playing. Yeah. Is it just the gameplay? Because if it's just the gameplay, there's games that I think are better that already exist. This is straight up just shooting in third person, which is fine. You're shooting at Xenomorphs, which I, you know, I'd be lying if I wasn't like, oh, that's cool. But it's not enough. They're not doing anything particularly interesting. Watch out for spinner. So I'm curious about like what happens in between levels. Oh, he dodged me. You got him. Thank you. Got it. So, uh, talk a little bit about the variety, because you know, the in terms of this game can't just be the same over and over, right? Like, what what is sort of you you want people to play time and time again, and just keep making new runs with their friends? So, how does how does the game sort of update itself or, or change itself from session to session? Sure. So, I mean, there are there are four different campaigns. Uh, with three missions each, uh, we're playing one of the missions right now. So there's a bunch of different variety there, and so the levels. enemy types that show up in there, the environments that you see. But in terms of mixing up each, you know, subsequent playthrough through yeah. each one, uh, we have the different difficulty levels, which adds a whole lot of different stuff. Um, we do have cool hand-tuned encounters, but each one of those has tons of different variation, tons of different randomness built in there. And there are, you know, heuristics and algorithms behind the scene that are, you know, adding enemies, changing up the pace of the mission, making sure that, you know, uh, players have to keep on their toes. Okay. Cool. All right. Let's see. I'll gear up for this. Did you? Uh, oh, ooh, there's a consumable here. That reminds me of um, World War Z. Although that game was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. That game is actually pretty cool. Or maybe just keep it for another He says ominously as the game developer who knows what's going to happen. I'm going to board my. That's what I'm doing. Oh, except my sentry is facing the wrong way. I messed that No, it's smart enough. game at online. I'm starting it up. While it's all online. But like versus shit too, which is pretty cool. That game had a lot to it. 
really right. underrated. It's really underrated if you're curious yeah, about you're World War Z. You're going to want to watch your motion tracker in the, the bottom right-hand corner. Um, Honestly, what he described about the longevity, I don't know if it's an, it, it didn't really do much for me. It's already getting a little crowded up here. Yeah. yeah. I still just kind of see left. Couple versus. Right oh. Yeah. Let's skip forward. Pretty much got the gist. Uh, so that you can end up customizing your kits, uh, change out what your what your abilities oh, end skip up to being part. like. Well, I'm gonna knock this guy back. Uh, you're, I'm, I'm getting distracted through all the questions. Look at my health. This yeah, it's tough to inter get interviewed and play this game at the same time. Because we are doing this live. We are, are playing and talking at the same time. Yeah, I'm, I'm using that explosive. All right, so there, yeah, there's that. I think came out of that area. One thing that's been really hard for me watching videos on the channel in the last like there's, years, there's a lot of people are doing here. shit over the internet, Excellent. and their audio levels are fucked. Yeah, constantly. Like there, oh, I, I had my 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 audio levels like fine tuned to the point where I could watch almost any video and have my audio already set up. And now I have to redo it every single time we do a new episode because right. everybody's audio is at so different levels. And even in one video, they'll they'll they're talking will be here, and the music of this video will be here. Or like they do like some like uh, webcam shit, and then their gameplay video is louder as fuck. So it's so hard to to balance for uh, that. The There's a video we did recently where we reacted to shit, and one video was like perfect, the other one was like way too quiet, and one was way too loud. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. If I can bounce my audio as a dude who's not getting fucking paid by any company, you motherfuckers should be doing it. I'm sure a lot of those people have someone who you know, used to just do it for them. Probably, yeah. A lot of them probably don't do shit when it comes to, you know, they weren't at home setting up their webcam the and, and, and setting that, shit that up. Really it's still annoying. They show somebody even remotely fucking going like, okay, like you know, turn up like a little bit. We do it with Chris yep. all the time. Anyway, I think I think we've seen enough. Um, final thoughts on that? I mean, it looks okay. It, it's definitely, um, you know, it looks like another entry in that genre. The third person perspective is uh, an interesting take. Um Hopefully it does have some systems in place for longevity, though. Otherwise, I, I the game's in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So, um, but otherwise, I mean, I think it looks pretty interesting. I just, I don't, I, I can't, it's hard for me to have like a really big opinion because I don't feel like, and I think it's the nature of them just kind of doing it live and like playing the game and not being able to actually like deep delve into it in a timely fashion. We don't have like a lot of time to sit here and watch. It's a half hour video, so. Mm. Um, I don't know. I, I'm curious to see more, I guess. It would be the best way to put it before I make a that's hard ex decision. That's exactly where I'm at. I am. I know I'd play this game. I don't know how long I'd play yeah, it. Yeah. If it's $30, I wouldn't even think about it. I'll buy it if it's 30 bucks or less. If it's more than that, I, I got to think about it. But um, it does remind me now more and more of World War Z. It's almost seems like the exact same game. Um, oh, that guy actually got just fucking tackled by Xenomorph. That's cool. Um, but, uh, and... I actually liked World War Z a lot. I think it also came out with 12 fucking missions mm -hmm. when it launched. And uh, it had, like, the kits that you had to buy and uh, and change out your weapons and stuff like that, I think. It had something that you upgrade. Oh, no, no, no. It had skill trees, I believe. And weapon upgrades. Something. I don't remember. It, it had it had progression. Um, and so if this game can't meet what that game has, though, it's going to be a hard sell for me just because, like, um, I mean, they did it. So anybody who gets, like, an official branded or aliens branded game should have the budget to to outdo them 
I guess World War Z is also like a big property, but not not as big as Aliens. Right. Um, so yeah, um, I, I hope I hope they have enough content in this game to keep it interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, you know, I'm not playing World War Z, so what would keep me playing this? Um, but I'll, I'll keep my eye on it for sure because I, uh, you know, I'm a sucker for xenomorphs, even if they're in something I'm not, not a big fan of. I like <laughs> anything with the xenomorph in it. So. Uh, yeah. Let me know in the comments. Let's share something else there. Mm-mm. Uh, what'd you guys think of, uh, aliens fire team? Forgot the name already. Um, does it look cool? Does it not look cool? Are you kind of where we're at where it's like, yeah, it looks all right. We'll keep an eye on it. Um, is there features about this that we didn't hear about? Cause we didn't watch the whole video that you're like, whoa, whoa, you didn't even hear that part. Let us know in the comments. Is there uh, a better video to watch? If it's, yeah. Is there a better video? Um, you know, fucking where people actually respond to people when they talk yeah Um, i'm I'm not necessarily like hating on the video i I get they're just kind of hanging out um i would like a more structured video for like information purposes they should hire me i would have fucking relayed the info to ryan just fine um i don't mind talking to people uh and yeah let's know everything you're thinking about when it comes to aliens and aliens fire team and the the whole brandy big fan of xenomorphs or are you a guy who likes or girl who fucking loves predator are you predator person because on the wrong side uh yeah next video okay so this one might get us in trouble we got to talk about it in fact i might i might do something to the screen i don't know uh how i want to go about this because i don't want to get in trouble but we're going to be watching the elden ring uh leak trailer that came out the leaked one i'm sure you guys have already seen it at this point it's been a couple days um but uh the long fabled mythical Elden Ring, the game that multiple people now have told me they don't think it's real, Um, which I'm like, I assure you it is, Uh, has been leaked. Uh, Apparently the footage that was shown, I have seen this, so we will just be talking about it. I don't think you have seen it. I haven't, no. Um, It doesn't, I mean, it shows a lot, but it's not good quality. Um, This uh, this footage, I guess, is from a couple years ago. Um, okay, so it was, it's not even current. It's not current, yeah. yeah. Although I look at it and it looks like what the game will most likely look like to me. Um, I'll be surprised if it's a huge departure from this. Uh, but because this is like a full-on trail, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, but yeah, this this is footage from a while ago. I guess it was an internal uh, video um, that they're showing um, internally, and uh, yeah, it was leaked uh, on purpose or not. We'll never know. But because uh, I have been hearing rumors, little whispers that uh, Elden Ring will be shown this year at uh, an Xbox event. Um, which would be great for Xbox to have that reveal. Mm-hmm. Uh, get a lot of people watching, but. Um, but yeah, outside of that, don't know much about it, and I don't know if I'm gonna get in trouble for watching it. Luckily, my channel's fucking minuscule, very small, best community on YouTube, on the internet, <laughs> but not very big. So hopefully, we don't draw a lot of eyes to this, and uh, I don't get in trouble because this kind of footage, I think they typically pull because they're like, you're not supposed to see that. Get that out of here. So you might have to make two versions of this in case you have to re-upload it. True. Yeah, I was thinking about maybe putting like a little box maybe on the screen in front of it so the algorithm doesn't read it as easily or something like that. I could just blur out the screen too or make the screen smaller. I don't know. I don't know what to fucking do with this. So we're just going to put it up. If they take it down, um, I'll re-upload the video and re-edit it, which I really don't want to do. But you guys understand where I'm coming from on this. Anything you want to say before we hop into Elden Ring? You've played Demon Souls. Yeah. you played that one quite a bit. You've played Dark Souls. I, and Dark Souls um, 2 a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Dark Souls 3? No. Sekiro? And a little bit of Bloodborne. Armored Core? The old ones. Fuck yes. Where <laughs> is Armored Core? Tenchu? Uh, they own Tenchu now. 
Um, that was different people that made the original though. Um, what was the other one said? Oh, Bloodborne. Yeah, Bloodborne's my Bloodborne. favorite. It's a lot of people's favorite. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that because yeah. I used to say Bloodborne. People are like, "What? No, Dark Souls three, uh, bro." I, that game has a lot of love. What? No, Dark Souls. I hate Dark Souls two, and I love Dark Souls two. But fucking, uh, like, dude, Bloodborne, dude, it's like so good, it's so fucking good. And uh, now, like more and more, everyone's like, "Bloodborne's like my favorite game ever made." I'm like, "Whoa, that's cool." Yeah, I it's, hear nothing but positive yeah. about it all the time. Bloodborne two, when that gets announced, can be a big deal. Oh for yeah, sure. For I'm sure. fucking. Yeah. I'm so stoked about that. Um, It'd be stupid of Sony not to pay for it at this point. So you have you have some background in from soft games. I do. Um, so thoughts moving into this open world from software game that uh, I'm going to spoil a little bit. It seems very Dark Soulsy. Yeah, um, but it's bright out daytime. So I always love watching people play these games, and I think they are very impressive in what they do. Um, I love that they are just okay with being completely unforgiving. Um, you don't have but easy fair. modes. I don't know. They, 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 they still manage they're to be so, fair. They're so fair. Um, People need to like learn to get better at games. I don't. Want to, uh, if they want to do it. I don't play these kind of games though. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and not because of lack of interest. Like you said, I have tried multiple times. The biggest problem I run into is I get really into my head and uh, if something jumps out at me, I'm just done playing. I don't, I don't like being jump scared at all. And so, um, even if the game isn't scary, like I would say, like most of the things that make me shut games off usually aren't like necessarily intended to be scary as much as just like throw you off. Um, like when you're playing Bug Snacks, all of a sudden you add like a French fry to someone, it goes dun, you're like. <gasps> No, not like that. I'm out of here. No, like in, in Bloodborne, like, you know, someone hiding behind a stairwell and you don't see them. You walk by, they jump out and hit you real quick. And then I'm like, it makes me jump. And I'm like, I, I, I don't want to do this anymore. And I shut it off. So um, just not my speed on games, essentially. So, um, but that being said, I, I can sit and watch someone play it and I don't have that experience. So it's obviously just when I'm in control of the character that I, I go through that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm always keeping an eye on what from software is coming out with though because i i feel like they definitely um have earned their place as oh, dude, they're rock stars yeah as one of those companies so they're they're like cd project red before cd project red released the game um so hopefully they don't they don't follow the same path uh their second big update for that's coming out soon yeah yeah got delayed because of all the bullshit all the bullshit that keeps happening in that game oof uh, I, I'm really excited for this game. I love everything that From Software has made. I've been a big fan since Armored Core. Um, I would love, love, love a new one. I mean, like, if there's a game I fucking... If there's a game that got announced that would get me, like, the most hyped, it'd be Armored Core. Um, but I'll, I'll take anything else that they make as well. Um, I'm excited for this. They, they've kind of played it safe while evolving their formula for a while now with Dark Souls and then Bloodborne... Uh, which is different but similar, and Sekiro, which I think is the biggest departure, but is similar to what they do, and Elden Ring, from what I've seen, we're going to talk, talk about after we watch it. You haven't seen it, I have. Um, seems to be a uh, safe evolution to a bigger scale that um, that I'm really curious how they're going to uh, incorporate um, their like world-renowned fucking map design uh, mm-hmm. that I think is second to no one. Uh, when it, in terms of like um, designing routes and intricate uh, um, map layouts, uh, I'm very very curious to see how they add that to like a big ass map. For sure. Um, 
and uh, how they, uh, you know, do combat, enemy encounters, stuff like that. Because um, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be open world. That's what I fucking heard. And then the video I watched it looks like it is. So. I haven't heard anything on this. Yeah. So, I well, have no idea. We'll, we'll just watch this and we'll talk about it. But uh, just, you know, keep it short. Very excited for Elden Ring. Um, and uh, can't wait to play it. Can't wait to see an official trailer. Can't wait for my YouTube channel to get nuked for watching this. Um, so, uh, YouTube, if you're listening, uh, just take the video down if I'm not supposed to have it up and I will watching them do stupid shit lately and, uh, I will, I will just reupload it without the footage, but we're still going to talk about it. So with that said, let's fucking gamble. Let's roll the dice <laughs> and watch, uh, Elden Ring full leaked trailer footage, 112 seconds or one minute, 52 seconds in normal terms. Three, two, one, go. We got some giant fucking harpoon chained troll boys. Some very large scale shit going on here. Some cool weapons. They've come a long ways from uh, the original Demon Souls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but just watch when like the character moves and stuff. Like well, you can sneak, it looks like, but see how he walks? Yeah. It's so reminiscent of all Souls games. The combat also looks similar. The rolling. Yeah. The bosses and the tells and shit. You know, they didn't they say they weren't going to make any more Dark Souls games, right? Because That's what they said. I don't even believe that. But if they keep doing what they're doing here, um, they're still technically making them. They're just not making Dark Souls. Yeah. yeah. So, real quick, while we're talking, um, we saw... Uh, horseback riding, mm -hmm. which is obviously something we're not used to seeing. Also, some of the magical abilities. Right. Uh, snowy locations. It's daytime, which is kind of cool to see. Uh, so this has this has like a more of an epic. Well, I think Dark Souls is a pretty epic feeling. Right. And its scale, but uh, that you're gonna be like going on this like big open adventure. It's really fucking cool. Yeah. The door opening. I mean, yeah. like. There's so many things here that it's like so Souls-like, but uh, and the scale. I was gonna say the scale's huge, but that's not new. Even yeah. Demon Souls, when you first get to the castle, you're looking at it. And it's just insanely massive and so cool looking. Yeah. No, I mean, they definitely make larger than life games. So yeah, and it's it's I fucking love it. And there's something I, I love everything about the, the Dark Souls series and all the games that they've made, but like um, the worlds they create are so uh, so like uh, I gotta take a second to take it in. Yeah, yeah. Like I just look at it visually, I'm like, holy shit, this is like so daunting. And knowing you're gonna be going in and fighting all these things that just are 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 designed to murder you um, gives you that sense of like, and I've talked about this a million times, but like conquering the game conquering the bosses moving forward it gives you the sense of scale and epicness that i think almost no games even fucking even the games that want to be dark souls they don't get that feeling of like you're just becoming more and more of a badass when you mm. beat people um beat bosses stuff like that um so yeah what do we think of the uh gameplay that we saw here uh the prospect of some of the things that they're definitely adding 
that are new to games that they've made. Uh, some stuff that seems to be returning, like the you know combat feeling very or seemingly looking similar. Um, boss encounters, um, doing a lot of rolling. Yeah, I was like, I honestly don't know if I have a whole lot to say. I mm-hmm. do know. So like, the one thing I I, I, I like is you know they're they're keeping it true to form. Um, you know they know their fan base and they they're just refining it constantly which is great um and but they do add things uh without i think alienating too much which i think is great mm-hmm. too so like you know obviously they're adding the horseback riding which i don't think is going to detract from the game at all um it's still going to feel the very same like we see like the way like uh on foot exploration is is very familiar in that regard um yeah, this is a separate game though. Yeah. This isn't Dark Souls. This isn't Sekiro. This isn't Bloodborne. Sure, sure, so like, it doesn't have to be the same. No, I know um, that. I'm just saying they they have like a thing they do though pretty consistently mm. throughout their games, and and then they kind of experiment with things by also kind of keeping that that familiarity always there as well. Yeah. Um. So you just see more of that. Uh, as usual, the game's really good looking. Their imagination for what is we can see yeah. out of this world even right there there fucking just these giant ass fucking mm. uh guys with these spikes through them pulling this it's just like that's so from software and, yeah and they're like really dark designs yeah and and that does is not just in their enemies design that's in their their landscape designing their mm. their buildings their armor everything is like just so intricately see how done. small this dude is yeah yeah compared to all this it's fucking crazy a lot like at some point in in this video, it showed like a person like in like actual wizard garb, um, mm-hmm. and it just looked so different from like that guy who had kind of like a Middle Eastern the, yeah, mixed with European. The armor is fucking sick looking. I love um, it. They just they they got really good minds when it comes to. Uh, oh, they know style, dude. St- well, it, it's style, yeah, exactly. And I don't necessarily mean like necess- that they have to look uh, cool looking as much as like they look. Um. Uh, completely thought out, fully realized part of the world, you know, type of thing. They're just really great because obviously, like, you know, liking a style is a subjective thing, anyways. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 neat. I'm I'm definitely interested to see it. Um, I probably have fun watching people play it. I really doubt I will play it though. Mm-hmm. So. Um. So one thing I'm noticing here is someone sneaking. So I hope it does have stealth. Um, the the Souls games have had stealth in the sense that if you walk behind someone, you can backstab them. Mm. It's it's a legit tactic for sure, but it's not it's not like for someone who's looking for stealth in a game, it doesn't really do much for me. But uh, Sekiro uh, introduced some stealth mechanics, which was definitely welcome. Uh, so I hope that makes its way into this and looks like it is. Um, if you can make a stealth character in this open world, that would be fucking sick. I would love that. So I'm hoping that's what we're seeing here. Um, but, uh, I just wanted to touch on that real quick. Uh, I'm very excited for this. Uh, the idea of bringing the from software design and, uh, things that they've learned in the games that they've made so far into an open world experience, um, is new territory and uh the 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 idea of like there's already a sense of exploration in souls games anyway in these intricate hallways and big uh grand like rooms and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and little secret nooks here and there and this wall that you can break down that leads somewhere or a fucking well you can drop down if you do it correctly and survive there's a whole thing down there to 
hope that they can bring that kind of intricate level design to an open world would be revolutionary. I might be overselling that, but I really think their design, even in style and their character design, everything, the only thing that I think they're weak at is like making people's faces. Um, Which they've gotten better at for sure. But Blue Point did a great job at oh, that. And fucking yes. <laughs> like that character creator is fucking awesome. Um, taking all that stuff that From Software is known for and that epic feeling, which is not even Souls games, even Armored Core, all that stuff, they have this tone that they do in their games. Uh, and bringing that to an open world experience will, if they do it correctly, fucking be huge it'll be a big fucking deal and mm -hmm. i'm really excited for that this everything we're seeing here is is right up my alley uh i love everything i'm seeing visually uh the style the locations that are varied the big castles that we're seeing that you're used to in a souls type game but then these big sprawling open fields that i'm not used to in a souls game uh horseback riding which i think is really cool because obviously you're going to need that for traveling across these areas i wonder how combat will feel on that um I wonder if there's going to be any cost to possibly losing your horse or not, um, because you know games that they've made in the past. I don't want to call it a Souls game, but let's be real; it looks like a Souls style game for sure. Um, how that will be, um, you know, how, how how that's going to go in this game, um, because they're not they're not afraid to punish you in their games. So uh, I don't know how it's going to work. I also don't know how uh, being killed in this game is going to work. Uh, maybe there'll be bonfires across this open world. Maybe. Maybe it'll respawn at that and it'll reset the whole fucking open world. That'd be crazy. Or maybe it'll be like zones, like an Ubisoft game. That would kind of make oh, sense. Yeah. Uh, one thing I keep thinking about though, that would be amazing. No bullshit co-op. Yeah. Or at least less bullshit co-op. I like, I, I never think of the Souls games as multiplayer games. So I don't play them for that. That the, it's there and you have to do certain things to do it. I think it's fine. Because it's like, you want to do it, you got to earn it. You got to do it this way, blah, blah, blah. Some games are easier than others to do the multiplayer. Um, and it's not necessarily easy. It's just you got to have a certain thing and do a certain thing. Um, I would love if you could play this open world game that's like a soul style game uh, with people. Right, right. That would be fucking awesome. Um, like, like, literally, just confirm that. That's the thing. Show this trailer, but also, like, confirm, hey, you'll be able to play this game with people. Like it's already day one buy, but like it's like I'm, I'm gonna find a way to buy that before day one. Like the idea of that would just blow my mind. Um, these boss battles look awesome, but that's to be expected. That's mm -hmm. what they do. Um, but to do this in like an open world format, I mean, from software games also have like um, these little like side optional bosses. I feel like this game's gonna be full of those. Oh, I'm sure it will. Full be. of those, um, which is gonna be cool. You're gonna be like. A, roaming somewhere and just run into something like what's that and then you're gonna fight it and you're like oh shit thing was really hard snowy area that's fucking dope looking um the horse animations i mean they say this this footage is old i don't think it's as old as people say it is i think they're just saying that because the quality of the video sucks so some people think the game looks bad graphically i don't agree i can tell that game looks pretty decent um but so i think it's, a lot of people are going like that's oh, old footage it probably is but i don't think it's that old because this this trailer looks like it's kind of getting ready to be Launch. It says from the creators of Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Sekiro. So, I mean, like, I don't know how internal this video is meant. This one we're watching, there's multiple clips we're watching here. Um, I don't know how internal that video is supposed to be because anyone watching this knows what they made. So yeah. it could be a proof of concept on a trailer they want to make for an event. And maybe they're showing people like, this is the trailer we're thinking of. That might be what it is. I don't know. Um, uh, this looks so cool, too. This fucking shot right here. 
with like the moon and stuff. I mean, it's, it's Dark Souls looking, but it's, sure. uh, it's very cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't really know how I can express ever, even further. Like, uh, you know, you, you take the Dark Souls formula, which they're definitely doing. They're probably going to make some changes, of course. And then you put that in an open world. And if you can have some kind of multiplayer that uh, is, you know, accessible and rewarding, um, I think you're going to have a huge hit here. I mean, you're going to anyway. It's from yeah, software. Also, they haven't fucked up yet. And they've only built momentum on their fandom. Um so this game is going to be success no matter what. Oh yeah, no. I mean, it, it it'll sell. They'll probably make their money back day one. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't see it failing at all. Yeah. I also don't see it being bad. Like, I don't. Th- I think it's impossible. Yeah, the they bad. just have way too good of a track record. And even though I don't think I, I, I don't want to keep bringing this up because it's not really a point. But like, uh, even though I don't think Cyberpunk is bad, some people do. Mm. And they went into it thinking like it's impossible for them to fuck it up, and for them it got fucked up. So, you know, I don't want to say you know I, I, the whole reason I'm bringing it up is go into these big hyped games with reasonable expectations. I'm very, Always. I'm very <laughs> hyped for this game. It's possible to come out and not be that great, but I don't think it's going to be the case. Yeah, a lot of um, people get very emotionally invested. Oh, one hundred percent, and I almost never do. I mean, I played Metal Gear Solid Five, and even though it's the most fun Metal Gear Solid I've played, and I do like the story, the storytelling was not good the way they did it as compared to the prior games, and that was disappointing for me. Am I emotionally invested in Metal Gear Solid? Yeah, a lot, but I'm also reasonable. So, yeah. like, I was like, ah, I can discuss it. I can have that conversation. Play's great. Yeah, it's awesome to play. Yeah. It's a very fun game. But, uh, but yeah, when I beat it, I was like, man, that game would have been great if it had like fucking the same storytelling that Metal Gear Solids have had in the past. And, you know, maybe full production time. Yeah. An ending, a proper fucking ending. Holy shit. That was weird. Seeing all that cut stuff, I was like, God damn it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's pretty much as much as I got to say on this. I don't think I could tell you even further how hyped I am on this game and what I want from it. Um, I already know before playing it that it's going to have a uh, you know a, a character customization screen you're going to pick your class similar to a souls game i'm sure it showed in the trailer uh wizard some kind of warrior type character um i would say if it does have like full-blown co-op um i would be a lot more interested because even playing like like code vein for example mm-hmm. um, i'm not playing that game but when i was playing with you i was having fun so for sure um and i think this is the time they could do it this is new territory for them, jumping into an open world uh, setting, and they could go with that, with us moving forward in what we do with Elden Ring. It's a whole new experience, and this is an open world game that's going to be challenging, but rewarding, but also able to bring your friends with you. That would be amazing. Yeah. Um, and I, I, who, who would complain? You could play by yourself as well. Yeah. Um, just like all the other games that they've made, just you know, make the make the co-op accessible. You and your friends can go on this adventure together. That'd be so dope, so fucking dope. So I hope, I hope they do that, but not to the point where if they don't do it, I'll go, wow, goddamn, because right. they never said that. That's me just saying that shit. So, um, yeah. Anything else? Mm-mm. All right. Let us know in the comments, guys. What did you think of the Elden Ring full leaked trailer? We think about uh, the individual things we saw, anything uh, catch your eye, anything we might have missed. Uh, what are you hoping from this game? Are you excited? Has this got you more hyped, less hyped, or uh, about the same? You're like, oh, I kind of expected the game to be like that. And uh, what's your favorite from software game? Mine, if it's a Souls game, is Bloodborne and then the Armored Core series, the whole thing. Because I love them all. 
Um, Favorite from software game? I can't answer that question. You don't like Armored Core? Not enough to, like, I I, I never beat any of them. Not Armored Core 5. That game was the thing that yeah. killed Armored Core. But uh, 4 Answer was really good. I'll say, if, if anything, I've played Demon's Souls. That's your favorite one. The most. Because you played the most. So I'll answer for you. Because, yeah, you played, you you were on track to beating that game. Um, but yeah, let's know what you're thinking about in the comments below when it comes to Elden Ring. All right, it's that time where we reflect on the episodes we have done in the past and we read your comments. So if you'd like your comment to be considered to be read on the show, ha- uh, type in hashtag STLG in your comment. Otherwise, I read at random. So we did a video a while ago, and it's the reason it was a while ago is because we skipped one week because we did Plus Club Game of oh, the Month. Right, right. So this is a taste cast from two weeks ago. So I'm going to read like a fucking comment on video because we got five videos to go through. Um, in which we reacted to BlizzCon 2021, Diablo 4, Overwatch 2, all that stuff. Make sure to go back and watch that. We had a really good conversation. And uh, yeah, we got a comment from Sarah uh, saying, finally, Diablo 2. Uh, Vicarious Visions is making D2 Resurrected. I don't expect it to be like Warcraft Warcraft Reforged, which is something I brought up. I was kind of worried about uh, the reception of Warcraft, <laughs> Warcraft Reforged. And I was like, hopefully they don't fuck it up like that. But uh, uh, Sarah's saying that it's not, she doesn't expect it to be like that. Um, though who really, who knows really? Uh, they did the Tony Hawk uh, 1 and 2 remakes and Crash uh, insane trilogy. They are known for doing this kind of thing and doing very well. I didn't know it was them. Cra- fucking Crash Insane trilogy is actually pretty fun, and uh, the remake of Tony Hawk One and Two was very well received. So mm-hmm. that actually changes my mind quite a bit. Uh, Overwatch Two co-op looks cool. D four stuff uh, looks cool. I have a hard time getting hyped on Blizzard stuff anymore, though. They make a big show of things to get that sweet fanboy money, but debatable whether they consistently deliver what they promise. Uh, I got a fair amount to say about WoW. Uh, We're not going to build off for much on this. Uh, But I hate talking about it in this format. I do have to say that I respect Chris's opinion on not wanting to play classic uh, Burning Crusade, but to say that the chromey time-walking thing is even at all comparable to uh, the Burning Crusade is a little misleading in my opinion. Uh, It isn't just about the quests, the whole game is completely different than it was back then. I'm excited to see classic Burning Crusade info release. I love Burning Crusade. It's my favorite era of WoW, and I'm not sure if I will play it, though. The deep dive thing they did on it was interesting, but I don't really respect where Blizzard has gone in terms of paid services and their business model in general. Not that something... Uh, like that will necessarily keep me from playing Blizzard games, but I don't think they can emulate what playing WoW in those eras was like because the company was different, their philosophy was different, the industry and genre were different. I think they likely won't miss the mark as much as they did in Classic, though. Thoughts? Uh, really, the only thing I have to contribute to any of this is um, when you made the statement of the, the game is different now. Um, I don't necessarily understand that in WoW, but in 14, like going back and playing old content, you can turn on an option called um, minimum eye level, which forces you to play it, you know, at the bare minimum, um, you know, gear score. Essentially, you're supposed to have to go in there. The problem is because the game has changed so much, 
damage values on uh, potencies and stuff like that on abilities are just higher now. So it's just easier regardless. So you're not getting that original experience anymore. It just doesn't exist. Yeah. So um, I get that that fe- like feeling. So like if you are just kind of playing through it, like let's say for nostalgia's sake and for story, something like the Chromey thing does does make sense. But if you're trying to like relive that experience, you, you, you can't obtain it that way. Yeah. Um, and so I understand that for sure. Um, so something like a classic does make more sense because they're trying to actually relive that experience um, the way you actually remember it versus like just getting the nostalgia factor. So I do think at the end of the day, it does come down to what part of that old experience did you want? Um, is it just the story? Because in which case, like it doesn't matter how it plays, right? But if you want like the, like to kind of relive again, yeah, you need that those old systems still, I mm. think. so. Yeah, that's what I was curious about too when we are talking about it. But mm-hmm. I get where Chris was coming from, and it would have been nice to have him here so he could actually respond to that. Um, but uh, I do also agree, as somebody who has not played WoW a lot, um, that you're not going to relive that same experience through that yeah. just because of the newer systems. And, and like I said, I do think it just comes down to like what aspect of that experience are you looking for. Yeah, so. yeah, I, I think that's fair. Anything else? Um, so... You kind of putting some light on uh, on the people working on D2 uh, has got me hopeful, which is really cool. Um, I did not know it was the same people, so uh, that's really awesome. Uh, Overwatch 2 co-op does look cool. I agree with you, and I'm sure if it comes out and either of us are playing it, I'm sure we will be playing it together. Um, so uh, hopefully it is cool. D4 stuff looks cool. Agreed. Um, I also agree with you on the getting hyped on Blizzard thing. Um you know, I I I play their games, but not often anymore, and uh, I don't get super hyped on their games. But uh, I am definitely curious. I think the game I'm mostly hyped for when it comes to Blizzard right now is Diablo Four. Um, that's pretty easy for me to say. Uh, and then pretty much what you said about WoW, outside of the deeper elements of if you've been playing it recent as opposed to when it came out, I can't speak on that because I don't play it. I haven't played it recently, but I pretty much agree with everything you're saying here um, in terms of, uh, you know, that that classic experience and not playing that again. I 100% agree with you. I think, and the the idea of um, the company's not the same, the air's not the same, the time, all that stuff, I mean, I agree 100%. I, I mean, I talk about that often with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not getting certain experiences again. People who are living in the past that comes to gaming, good luck because it's not just it's not just that that game came out at that time it's an era it's the influences of that era it's the people who are involved with the team that that's gone yeah you can emulate it you can try and 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 get something similar to that you're not doing it again even like when people are trying to like relive like 90s like like closed fashion like it was reminiscent but it's not exactly the same that that the air's oh, yeah, gone. I, I was I was alive in the nineties. Um Well that's my whole point and, though. Uh, like <laughs> everyone who's trying to dress like nineties right now, they're not they're not doing it. Yeah, but uh exactly. but they, but it's it's because it's newer fashion, it's influenced by it. Yeah, so exactly. Just like eighties stuff. People just think like the eighties was just synths and shit. And I'm like, most music nowadays is like eighties sounding, it doesn't sound like eighties music at all. It's too clean. <laughs> it it's yeah, it doesn't sound like it at all. So anyway. Um with, with everything, yeah, those arrows yeah. are gone. Got to look to the future, um, and yeah, if you want to play those old experiences, like try and try and find a way to play those original experiences and not new versions trying to replicate it. You can appreciate that, but you're not going to get the same thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 
Thanks for the in-depth comment and uh, addressing everything. Uh, let's see. There was also one addressing Chevy uh, from Keith. says, they're not going to do it all over again, Chev. They're stopping at Lich King most likely. All right. So noted. Noted. Um, <laughs> I think I actually brought us a link about that when we were watching that. Because I was wondering if... Uh, they just continue. I think we talked about that. That's probably why he's bringing it up to you directly. Yeah. So thank you for the uh, the info. I also asked a bit about that. And, uh, he uh, explains that the community, they asked the community, and the community said they weren't really interested in anything past Lich King. Uh, and then I said, no, Pandaland. No one, no one cared about that, huh? And he said Pandaland was his favorite. I've had that discussion with him before, and I think that actually says a lot about, like, why we have different opinions about WoW. Probably, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, because the stuff I loved went away, the stuff he loves started. Yeah. So, and it makes complete sense. That's the so. interesting thing about a lot of things that last a long time. Mm-hmm. For instance, like Star Wars. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. I'm like old school Star Wars fan. hundred oh, <laughs> percent. And then new school Star Wars. A lot of people who like that don't care about the. There's old so stuff much Star so much. Wars that I that I don't like now uh-huh. that I I have a hard time saying like I'm a Star Wars fan. Oh, I, dude, I, I, I abandon that. I'm not. I I like an era of Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, and to each their own, of course, as yeah, long as people exactly. aren't assholes about it. But uh, um, it's just interesting if something's been around long enough. There can be a moment in that where somebody really connected with it and someone didn't. 100%. And it's always really interesting to see that. Because mm-hmm. I was making that joke about Panelan. I've heard a lot of people talk shit about it. Uh, not my opinion. I don't know. I didn't play it. But I've, you know, people are like, oh, Pandas, blah, 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 blah. And I've heard other people go, like, I like it. Yeah, it was just definitely so, the beginning of a philosophy change in design. Yeah, for sure. So, I, you could see that. Yeah, yeah. Even as like an outsider seeing it, I was like, okay. I do think it's funny that Cataclysm things up. never gets mentioned, though, because it is. No one talks about it. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because I, like, I liked Cataclysm, though they were starting to change things at that point, obviously. Um, but it still still felt like the same game. But I could see why a lot of people stopped at Lich. But I, I also think that the whole Lich thing comes down to people were playing Warcraft, the RTSs. And that was still that story up until yeah. that point. So it's still yeah. technically that story going forward. But it really does feel like WoW's story has become WoW, which is fine because mm-hmm. it is WoW. But there was that early part of WoW that felt like it was continuing Warcraft. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so. I feel like it's kind of departed, possibly. Yeah. Well, and a lot of that comes down to Anyone who's super into the lore will probably disagree with me. But. Well, creative minds have changed throughout the company, 100%, right? You know, 100%. so like. The feeling of the storytelling 100%. is going to change. Yeah, so. for sure. So, yeah, thanks for the info. Uh, Jeremy says, this is also to Chevy as well, uh, the second I will put my hand on a PS5, I'm going to come play Final Fantasy XIV with you guys. So you don't have to own it? I can just like let you touch the PS5. Yeah, let's let's fly to Canada, <laughs> put out the PS5, and he can... Even if he doesn't want to touch it, we got to grab his hand and fucking go... <clears throat> no, um... I'm just gonna say I'll believe it when I see it. Ooh, fucking prove it, bro! Um, all right, thank you everybody for your comments, mm-hmm. and moving on to the next video, which was uh, a short little clip of yeah. me and you kind of talking about Anthem and how it essentially got canceled. Um, make sure to go back and watch that. I kind of rant a bit there about how I feel, even as a person What's who's new, who's uh, who's not a big. <laughs> Uh, Anthem or EA or Bioware guy I was at one point um, it still feels like secondhand insulted for people who were fans of Anthem uh, with the way that EA has uh, handled that uh, we got a couple comments um, 
from Puppet Master says, I just hope Dragon Age 4 is good. It's been over 10 years since the last Dragon Age game. Pretty much just agree with you on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's been a while. Um, I would love to see a return to form of the original Dragon Age. They're not going to do it. They don't got the balls I, to do that. I put so many hours in Origins. So many. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Origins was fucking great. Uh, then we got a comment from... Uh, oh, you've changed your name. Uh, Mark Dupree uh, says, I never played Anthem and never had any intentions to, but I supported the hell out of it because Dragon Age is my favorite game series and wanted Bioware to do well. It absolutely sucks. But as long as no one lost jobs and the new focus on single player, I'll take that trade off. I think that's a fair uh, point of view. Um, it is really interesting how I know a bunch of people who like didn't give a fuck about Anthem but are Bioware fans. So mm-hmm. it really kind of shows, even if you are a fan or not a fan of Anthem, it didn't resonate with the track that Bioware has been kind of blazing, the, the trail that they've been doing. So, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, but, you know, here here's an example of uh, really the kind of people we attract to this community is people who can kind of see in layers like that like yeah. you know bioware's kind of doing some things i'm not really into i hope for the best for them but i'm still a fan of them you know that nuance and i, I can sure. really appreciate that because we talk nuance all the time here so uh very cool and then uh let's see simon borderline dumpster fire randall says uh at 417 in the video uh feel you on that uh first dragon age came out i was binging it one of my all-time faves to this day it's so good see how many fucking people loved that game it's yeah. so weird to me uh watch my rant video i'm not, I'm not gonna get back into it uh <laughs> second one came out i thought i was being trolled origins had unique characters proper rpg dialogue customization tactical semi-realistic real-time combat letting players pause when they need to the game just felt authentic but bioware's like nah Fuck all this shit. Next time we're giving them some cookie cutter characters, dumbed down dialogue, flashy, over the top, brainless hack and slash for combat. Um, I mean, you're responding to us bitching about that as well. So (laughs) I just kind of wanted to read that to kind of show people like, dude, people liked Dragon Age Origins. We liked it a lot. And then they kind of did. And what he's referring to as well was me saying that for some reason, Bioware will release a game. People fucking love it. And then they go, eh, let's not make it as good anymore. Yeah, really they did bizarre. it with uh, Mass Effect. They did it with fucking Dragon Age. Well, they didn't start that way with Mass Effect, right? But they got there. But then, yeah, it just instantly. And I, that was, I think, I, I keep saying, you know, yay, but there, there's this definitely this huge philosophy on focusing on multiplayer, and it affected everything EA owned. So because they said single player games were dead, which obviously an entire that's been console proven generation proved wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sony single-handedly proved that wrong. Yeah, exactly. So Nintendo, like fucking, yeah. A bunch of these companies are like, no, but single-player games are fucking. Yeah, how many people buy Mario? <laughs> I think he said that around the time like God of War came out. Very shortly before, I think. Yeah, and then yeah. God of War came out. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, that dude? game's fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they got really into that multiplayer. They started kind of fucking mudding the waters of these single-player games. Exactly. To shoehorn in shitty multiplayer the same multiplayer in fact yeah the same formula <laughs> yeah it's so fucking it's blatant and cheap and shitty and it insulting. garbage i don't even like calling things garbage it was garbage so i played it it was fine it was acceptable but like compared to what they should have been making yeah exactly it was fucking garbage i don't want a lesser experience of a sequel yeah go make something yeah. i enjoy 100 um yeah make something new at that point yeah uh, try a new IP, experiment there. If it fucks up, 
lesson learned, you know what I mean? But like yeah. now you're ruining the reputation of, of things that, that people love. So agreed. Uh, so yeah, we pretty much agree with you on your comment, Simon. And thank you for reigniting that, uh, that annoyance for me. Cause I'm like kind of amped up right now. Uh, so uh, thank you for the comments, everybody on that video, moving you. over to the next video. We got our, uh, state of play reaction where we reacted uh, to state of play. You forgot about that already? I did. <laughs> uh, and yeah, make sure to go back and Been watch that. Weird. February was short. So. February was very short. <laughs> Fucking flew by. Um, and yeah, we react to that. We watched the Final Fantasy VII new expansion episode thing that they're coming out the with. The .5 version or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the PS5 upgrade. So if you want to see what we said about that, uh, check that out. Um, we got a couple comments we're going to read here. Uh, Cardsmall says, I like a lot of the content that was shown, but ultimately walked away asking myself, that's it? I'd be interested in knowing if you enjoyed Nintendo Direct uh, or Nintendo's Nintendo Direct or this state of play. For me, it was Nintendo hands down. The one we had reacted to? The, the Nintendo Direct that we watched like a couple days before this. I mean, they're both all right, yeah. I, I, uh, it's weird for me because like, I'm not necessarily, like obviously if a game pops out that I'm interested in, I, I enjoy that moment. But when we sit down to watch these shows, um, it is kind of about the presentation less than the actual game announcements for me. So, because I can find the game announcements on YouTube uh, singularly, right? Mm. It is nice seeing them this way, obviously, but um, I don't know. I, I think they, they both feel good. I think Nintendo's done it longer. They're just better at it right now. So, yeah. Yeah, I, th I think they both have really good formats. I just mm. think the content itself really is what spoke. I think Nintendo actually had some reveals some bigger reveals. They did. And that's what made uh, Nintendo Direct a little more interesting for me. But the reason that Nintendo Direct isn't better for me is because the big reveals were exciting for gaming, but not for me. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm able to separate myself and be excited for other people sure. as well. I think it's something I think more people should maybe try and do. Uh, uh, Elden Ring. I'm not going to... Sure. Like, I'm, yeah, that's awesome. It's coming out. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not buying it, though. Like, yeah. Um, so the Nintendo Direct was exciting because there's like a lot of big things coming out for through sure. Nintendo, and I think that Pro is coming out soon because there was a leak recently saying specs on it and shit. But um, Pro's gonna last longer, which is cool to hear. Um, but uh, the state of play, I think, impacted me more because it changed my mind on a couple things, and that's huge. For yeah. Me. Uh, there's a couple games where I was like, ah, I wasn't interested in that. Now I am. So uh, for me personally, I think the state of play, not for the games it revealed, but the trailers it showed, mm. um, started shifting the way I was thinking about things. Yeah. And so that impacted me more. So I have to go state of play, but I do think Nintendo had the bigger bangers. Yeah. For sure. I'm indifferent. Yeah. <laughs> so for time's sake, we got to move on. So thank you, everybody who commented. Thank you, thank you. And moving on to the next video, which is... Uh, our game of the month mm -hmm. episode where we reviewed path of exile again, the second time we reviewed it back in, I think 2018 as well, or 2019, I don't remember. Um, so make sure to check that out. We've played this game. Um, we've played it plenty of times. <laughs> and, uh, is it still good in 2021? You're gonna have to watch that video to find out. Otherwise you, you'll never know if it's good or not. Um, we got, let's see, where's the one I was going to read. 
Um, okay, so we got a comment from Simon Borderline Dumpster Fire Randall, again, saying, yo, Seth got his professional narrator tone out. Uh, that's what Keanu Reeves should have said in the trailer where they announced him for Cyberpunk. I only hear praise for Exile, though. I should probably check it out. Should I check it out? Do I have a narrator voice? I think you can, yeah. <laughs> I, c- I can have a narrator voice and he can check it out. Are you answering two questions with one answer? Yes. Because that's fucking expert level. I think you can. I think you both yeah, I think you both are very capable. Um Yeah, I mean should you check it out? I think you should check out anything you're mildly interested in. How are you gonna know otherwise? So Chevy hitting you with fucking facts and logic. Um Yeah. Uh every once in a while when I'm not doing what we do on the spot where I'm just like, uh, uh, fuck, 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 uh, like I do. Uh, if I sit and stop and think about what I have to say, it's just like when I do my reviews and I actually write it down, Yeah, it can come out a little, little more professional sounding, I guess. But I also, yeah, definitely, uh, I'm such a rebel. I like to just reject fucking professionality. I say this format's fun. Don't get me wrong, but I, uh, <clears throat> I definitely am the type of person. I like, I like to sit down and think about what I'm going to say. And so it, it makes it really hard for me to do like on the spot because then I'm like mm. forgetting words. And I think a lot of people do that. It's like yeah. people use jump cuts a lot. I don't because mm. I, I like the authenticity. I don't, I don't mind that you guys see me. F- you know, yeah. this is me, it's right? Po- well, you this is a podcast format anyway. Yeah, you so. get to see me that, and that's, that's yeah. fine. And I'm not like You get to see me it. and that's fine. Um, or listen to me if you, amazing. if you are listening to us on our podcast formats, link down below. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, uh, I think both are fun. So. I actually really enjoy making more produced stuff mm-hmm. uh, a lot. It's because I love editing. I love I love the whole creative process of everything. But uh, I like the conversations we have, obviously. But um, but uh, I do like writing stuff out. I like planning stuff or whatever. Um, but I'm also not a huge fan of jump cuts, just because I think uh, it can make someone and it's good for them uh, if if they are. But sometimes people can ma- kind of mask their ineloquence in the way that they speak uh, through jump cuts, especially if they do them every like two words. That shit drives me nuts. Because I'm just watching. I'm like, that's so much editing. Just do another take. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, but, I, you know, not everybody is capable of, you know, carrying on a conversation for too long or getting their thoughts out mm. and kind of rationalizing them in ways and communicating them anyway that's this is way off topic he's just saying i sounded like a professional narrator in the beginning and thanks like i just went previously on tlg um so it worked out yeah play path of exile it's free to play yeah you have no excuse just go play it you'll you'll like it if you like diablo type games uh it's it's great play it uh next comment we got is mark dupree again saying same here any fantasy game i've played i always run with the stealthy girl usually girl more aesthetically pleasing to look at holy shit i spell aesthetically correct congrats it's a it's a rough word uh get me a gold star you gotta clap uh sorry spelling is my kryptonite but anyway yep love my sly stealthy rogue boys and gals magics for nerds kidding magic's pretty cool just not my bag um i I, I'm going to tell you I agree because you're responding essentially what I said in that episode where I said I typically like playing stealth characters. So yeah. uh, we're on the same page. I typically play a dude um, in games, but I'm not opposed to playing girls. I play both. My not to get into that topic. And the the world as a whole has gotten a lot better about it. But a lot of times I don't play females in games because specifically nowadays Asian games, um, they dress them in ways that I think isn't 
I mean, I don't care about the appropriate aspect of it, but in, in a world where you're in combat a lot, if yeah. you're showing a lot of skin, everybody better be dressed like that. Or, yeah. or nobody. Because, like, I don't want to go into battle and just have this illusion that, like, yeah, if I could stand the stomach, it's, it's fine because, like... You know, it's just a video game, and my yeah, character's yeah. hot as hell. Yeah, I get um, that. If my dude's decked out in full plate armor, I want my girl to look like that as well. Mm. But if it's like Final Fantasy fourteen, where like my monk is in a belly shirt and look like looks like he's a bondage fucking leather daddy, and the girl looks like that, then I'm like, oh, this world monks dress like that. Yeah, it's not like well, the girls dress like this, but the dudes dress like this. I think Soul Calibur is a shining example of one hundred percent. I've always yeah. brought that up. Um, <laughs> when GameSpot's like girls. Girls get dressed weird and sexualized in games. I'm like, Valdo? Yeah. Or alternate <laughs> costume Astroth. Astroth? Yeah. Wearing a fucking thong, pretty much. Um, and there used to be a bigger problem with it or whatever. But, and to each their own. If you like playing games where they look like that, it's fine. It just takes me out of the game. That's my whole point. I don't want to get on like a social discussion on that. <laughs> it's just like if if a dude was like running around a field in a thong um, yeah, with a big sword, dress me up as a clown. Because I'm looking at that's what I'm looking at, and it's gonna take me out of the world. So um, I typically play dudes. It's just a habit I've gotten into because of the past and how they used to dress female characters versus male characters. Nowadays, it's a lot fucking better. Um, I, say, I definitely bounce back and forth. I lean towards but I, female characters. I, I bounce back and forth as well, especially yeah. if I've already made a male character and I make a second character. I normally go female or vice versa. Because I like I especially do that. I'm yeah. a person who loves variety. I get bored really easy. Obviously, I hop games a lot. So. Um, I'm always, I mean, I make characters who like are Im- imperfect looking as well because I like everyone always makes a character that looks like very like model esque, model esque, everybody yeah. looks the same and shit. And I'll like make my dude have like kind of a crooked nose and shit. Mm. Maybe add a couple scars that look not as flattering. I don't do the eye one because it's so expected. Everyone does that. It's like the first one on scars, uh, sliders. Well, they put it in every game for a reason. Yeah. Every game because people love it. It looks badass. But like I like to have like some weird scars and kind of think like why would I have that scar? A lot of times you'll see like a scratch one. I'm like, hey, if you're in a world where you're fighting beasts a lot, yeah, monsters yeah. and shit makes so, sense. So that's really funny because in fact when I when I make characters, um, depending on how like you know uh, model esque they look does depend on what job type they have for so sure if i have a caster i usually keep yeah. them pretty pristine looking yeah like, if i have some scholarly type yeah, character they're, they're gonna reading, be reading books, books all day, they're yeah. fucking hanging out they're probably just like in real life a little more fucking like hmm, yeah I, versus I'll, like if i make like a barbarian yeah i want them to look a little yeah. rough yeah i'll give them stubble if your or life like is devoted to being a big yeah. brawling usually tan because i assume they're outside a lot like, probably yeah wearing so, less clothes because they're yeah. barbarians and shit so yeah that's how i make my characters too yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised that we have a similar take on that, but uh, we've known each other for a long time. But um, uh, yeah, kind of, kind of a little insight on where we come from. So I get where you're coming from uh, with the aesthetically pleasing thing. It's I don't stealth. do the stealth thing though. I love the stealth thing. I, I will like flirt what with you, it, but you I, always go towards uh, range. I usually do ranged. Yeah, I was gonna say magic, but that's usually natural. archery. Yeah, archery um, first. You'll play ranger a lot. Or Archer. The last character. few games where that's been a choice, though, and I feel like it's just because, like, there's not a lot you could do with bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like when they do, they do get too experimental with it, it, it just doesn't feel like an Archer anymore, and then I just am not interested anymore for some reason. So um, I have been playing a lot more uh, melee or caster roles in games at this point. 
Yeah, I typically, in the confines of what we were talking about, stealth for sure, but in games in general where you make a character in, say, fantasy settings, but even sci-fi maybe if the game allows you to do it, I do typically do um, agility finesse-based characters. Mm. Uh, So stealth is absolutely one of my first go-tos. Unless the stealth sucks, then I don't want anything to do with it. I do also have a big... uh, uh, leaning towards dual wielding. Mm. I like, uh, especially if I dual two different types of weapons. I love that shit. Uh, in games where you can have a gun and a sword, I fucking love that yeah. for some reason. Or if, like, I think when we played D&D, I had, like, a character with, like, a whip and a fucking rapier or something like that. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I, 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 again, variety. I like kind of having tools. Um, I mean, I, I own a bunch of fucking cameras because I like having tools. I'm, I'm, so that kind of goes into my philosophy for uh, my characters as well. And then if I can't do that, dual wielding is always cool. And then if I'm going to have like a more of a warrior type build, I'm not really a barbarian type guy. I'll play a barbarian because I think it's kind of fun. Every once in a while, I'll just smash shit. But I do like a, like just a sword wielding, um, finesse styled uh, character that's uh, kind of well rounded. Uh, so, you know, your basic warrior human type character. I think the only time um, I've enjoyed like a barbarian style character was Torchlight 2, the engineer with a two-handed hammer. I loved, oh, yeah. I loved that. Yeah. So, but yeah. the game's wonky. There's so. been a couple games, but yeah, <laughs> typically it's not not my thing. Yeah. And then if Josh is here, that is his thing for sure. So Or weaponless. He's totally into the weaponless thing. He just wants to be a big dude who's going to fucking smash and break shit mm-hmm. and pound fucking... Hulk smash. Hulk smash. Pound Hulk smash. Um, and then he said something else about... Oh, yeah, and the magic thing. I will challenge myself to do magic. I, I Again, when I do dual wielding stuff, uh, sometimes I like to be like a mix of caster and fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just like mixes. Uh, that's one reason why I loved um, Fancy Star, is you could kind of start having these like merged classes and kind of do a little bit of both. And I always fucking loved that shit. So that's where I'm at. But yeah, stealth is typically one of my first go-tos for sure. Um, anything else? All right, moving on to the last video. Thank you for the comments. Yeah, thank you. Um, this was Plus Club, where we uh, talked about uh, Control, Destruction All-Stars, and Concrete Genie. Make sure to go back and watch that for our reviews of those games. Um, and we got some comments. So uh, we got a correction from Jonathan uh Bourbonnet uh, that says there was an option in the menu to use the joystick in Concrete Genie. Of course there was. It was the first thing I did. Um, (laughs) I literally said that in the video. I'm like, somebody's going to say, hey, there's a thing. And then if there is, let us know. He did let us know. He didn't say it in a mean way. Thank you. We just know now. So, And that alone kind of makes me want to go back. I guess also the third act of the game, spoiler alert, uh, changes the way the game plays. I guess it just turns into a third-person like action game or something. Oh, weird. Like yeah. So I kind of want to go back and play Concrete Genie a bit more. People say you can beat it in like eight hours, um, six or eight hours. I don't but I um, have eight hours anymore, man. True, but I've also put like seventy hours in Valheim. I don't need to. I so. haven't. But um, but thank you for letting us know. That was like uh, when we played Sims and we're like, man, if PC or if it had mouse and keyboard support, that'd be great. And everybody's like, it does. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And nobody was an asshole about it. It's fucking amazing. Um, not on uh, Twitter, so people are, like, reasonable. Yeah. Um, let's see. And then the last comment we are going to read is the Josh saying, the mention of lag switching, ah, yep, yep. which is something I talked about, I forgot what it was called, gave me Modern Warfare 2 PTSD. 
Uh, I mentioned that video. Make sure to go back and watch it. But Combat I was talking about me, that in Destruction All-Stars, there felt like there was this latency to the game that seemed like some people were operating in ways that other people weren't. And it kind of reminded me of back in the day. I swear people called it tapping or something like that. Um, there was this thing. He's talking about the actual peripheral. There's this thing that you could do with uh, with your fucking uh, internet where you unplug and replug it. And because you're still maintaining a signal to the server but interrupting it, it would make everybody else see you the way you're not actually seeing them in the game and yeah. give you the advantage. And then people made these things called lag switches where you'd plug it into that and it would just do that for you. And so you could lag around and, and, you know, kill people and they couldn't really, you know, where they see you, you're not actually there. And yeah. so you're killing them before you, yeah, they you're can teleporting. Kill you. Exactly. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, Destruction All-Stars kind of gave me that vibe when I played it. I don't think everybody was lag switching. So uh, I'm glad Josh, of course, uh, remembered those good old days in Modern Warfare 2. Because that was probably the height of uh, the 360 was the height of fucking lag switches. Yeah, I didn't play a lot of of Call of Duty, but like I remember seeing that in like Combat Arms, um, which was really frustrating. That's an old school one. Yeah, games used to be way more forgiving about how much like your internet could drop though. Because now if your internet drops, they're just like you're disconnected. <laughs> yeah, no, game was like get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing weird shit. You're not fit for this. <laughs> so yeah, in a way I appreciate that. But I've also played games. It's just like. Get out of here. Yeah. I, I forgot. I played a game recently where I was like gone for like two seconds. I came back. It's like you were inactive for too long. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Okay. Pretty, some of them are pretty sensitive. Yeah. But even like if your internet like dips for a second, sometimes it'll be like, well, no connection. Bye. Yeah. Like you're not going to try to reconnect me. Like, <laughs> come on. Nope. Thinks you're up to some bullshit. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? Thanks for all the comments. Thank you for all the comments. Remember, type in hashtag STLG on your comment if you'd like me to choose it. Otherwise, I pick at random. But that's going to do it for this episode of TasteCast, episode 136, I think I said. Uh, as always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on our social media links and our streaming links all down below. Check out our Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And we have a Patreon if you'd like to support the channel further than liking this video. It really helps. Uh, commenting, we'd love to hear from you guys. Sharing the video with your friends is the best way to get it around and let people know that we exist because uh, the algorithm sucks. And then of course, subscribing. If you're brand new, you are absolutely welcome to this community. And, uh, yeah, my name's Seth. I'm Chevy until the next episode. We're going to try and catch up with Chris soon. So stay tuned for that. we got a lot to talk about with him and, Master. uh, other things coming up. We'll be talking about soon. So until then have a good weekend guys and take it easy.